Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 267 for the week of May 18th, 2013. I'm your host, Chris Privetier, and impolitely introducing myself first, it's me from Madison, Wisconsin. Um, other people waiting to be introduced before me include the hungover Anna Marie Neufeld. I only had one beer. Yeah, you have That's balloons. That's enough to hang you over. I have balloons and a sash and a tiara with a bridal veil on it. Mm-hmm. Wow, Someone you are a, drunk. She had a bridal shower. Um, also here, apparently, and not waiting his turn, Michael Tidwell. When did I ever wait my turn? Yeah. I almost cut you off. I know. <laughs> it, politely waiting in the corner, Emmanuel Marino. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Yeah. Go back to your corner. And painfully British, John Yearworth. There are cues. There are rules. You do not violate the rules of the queue. That's right. All right. Something like that. Hey, <laughs> Quinn, you would be so proud of me. I went to my printer for my programs on Thursday, and I'm like, you need to make sure you spell maid of honor with a U in it. Oh, goodness. And we said, sorry, we don't do that in this country. See you later. Wait, well, did no, the they U were... go after the I or before the D? <laughs> they were the really S. confused why I insisted on it. And then I explained that no, not only am I Canadian, but my maid of honor is Canadian. So. <laughs> my you do? My and then they spelled it my something else entirely that we can't say on the air. Is it, it's after the D, right? May do. May do. May do. May do. It's the French. Yes. Okay. Moving on or something. Maybe. I don't, I don't think that's how you spell it. I think she said add an X to you. It just add an X. It's like a new pig Latin. Hey, so let's speak. Let's talk about what we've been playing. I'm gonna go first because I'm the host and I can abuse my power. Um, I've been playing. You know, some Dark Souls and some random crap on my iPad stuff. But most importantly, I played Sorcery. On my phone. Stop and, highlighting everything in pink. Uh, it's blue on my screen. Well, you're pink on my screen, so stop doing it. Okay, stop. You're purple on my screen. <laughs> Yay, <right>. purple! <laughs> I uh, played Sorcery. This is a Steve Jackson thing from like back in the day that a company called Inkle has updated for iPhone devices. It's like playing through a choose-your-own-adventure. Um, f- the the series is called Fighting Fantasy, so it was like a RPG version of Choose Your Own Adventures. And you get to play it on your phone, and there's a combat system oh, that's pretty cool. This. Yeah, it's it's really fun. And it's um, you get to kind of choose your own adventure as you go, and it, it affects what sort of equipments you get, what sort of magic spells you get. And it's got a cool narrative, and you get to see kind of what's going on um, as you go through the land. Um, it's part one of four right now. They're going to release three more parts, because um, I think originally the series had like four parts or something like that. And it it is really cool. Um, and I don't know how else to describe it. Well, uh, oh, you can you can roll yourself back if you don't like the choices you make, so it's very forgiving. And you can start over and take completely different paths and get a totally different story. So it's like, so what are those four other parts going to be four separate apps, or are you just going to roll them in? Um, you're gonna they're gonna they give you a code at the end of one app that will you can import into the next app. Okay. So, uh, you, you so how long your, was your your adventure? Um, I want to say I spent like four hours on it. But it's highly replayable because there's like a... Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. the first time you play it, your first adventure will take about three to five hours because you're reading everything and you're making really careful choices and you're going through... And you're replaying stuff that... Oh, I didn't like the way that went. Yeah, so... <laughs> I would have 
though. You're multiple, you know, as you continue replaying and you're doing different stuff. Um, play If you just straight shoot a gameplay and get to the end of the chapter, it's probably only about 90 minutes. But, I mean, realistically, you won't play that short until you've played it through like three or four times and are trying to get it perfect. Yeah, I hear, I hear really good things about this. Like, it's a great mix. It's kind of like the game's... It's the Shujiro's Adventure book we wish we had when we were kids because it's yeah. a great mix of gameplay and choice and sort of ease of use and it's universal app, so iPad and iPhone in one purchase. Yep. I hope they have it on Android so other people can play it, but yeah. Yeah. It is it, highly recommended and it's like, I don't know, we got a code. And Anna like played her, I know you, give me a code thing and I don't know. So I don't know how much it is. It's $5. Oh, okay. Totally worth it. I was just looking into it. Everybody seems to love it. I've been meaning to check it out. Yes. I, I can't wait for the next uh, book to come out. I don't know when that'll be. Because it's, you know, it's being part one of four, it's like you're, you get a big cliffhanger at the end. Cause like, well, I hope they do well. Yeah. This has been out a while, though, hasn't it? I don't know. Like a couple months. Hmm. Well, I, can tell I you still exactly. recommend it. Okay, then. Yes, the digital shelf never runs cold. That's right. It's always cold. So it can't go cold. Wait. No, it's always there's always stuff available. It's always there, day or night. All right, Manny, tell us about what you played. <laughs> uh, I checked out a few things that I can't talk about until E3 starts. You can't say where you went. Uh, yeah, I guess I can say that. I w- <laughs> I was only invited to one <laughs> Judges Day event, and that was Square Enix. That's awesome. We got. I didn't think we'd get to that, so that's good. A what? Judges. Do you know what these are, Michael? It's like three weeks before the show. Oh, we got to the secret stuff? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so for those who are not familiar with this, um, a bunch of the publishers in and around either the L.A. or the San Francisco area. This year they did all Santa Monica. Oh, really? Okay. So, yeah, they invite you to – it's usually like a hotel or a really small convention. And then they have you play all of the games that they're going to have at E3. And then you get three weeks to decide what you're going to actually give awards to so that you can give them out on day one and people can have them in their booth. So we'll be giving all our awards to Square Enix. Oh, no, no. (laughs) I think they invite certain extra people. I I think maybe just certain PR people on that team like me enough. And they know that I'm local that he said, okay, let's get this. Let's bring this guy over for one day. It's no big deal. But I, I will say there's one thing I can say. Since you mentioned it last week, Chris, remember when we were uh, you were making fun of you two were making fun of uh, the Square Enix email? A, yeah, the Square Enix email, and they said rip, like exciting and riveting mobile titles. Yeah, they weren't joking. Oh, okay, that's good. They were exciting and riveting. <laughs> well, we were. If you listen to last week's podcast, they were all laughing like, "Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be junk." I just say. Well, let I me ask you a question, people. Manny. Did they tell you the price point for those mobile titles? Actually, yeah. And are you excited about that? I think everything I heard was. You have to wait and see. <laughs> Check out RP Gamer for all, all right. your latest news. All right, all right. Something to look forward to with E3, at least. <laughs> sort of. Who's going besides Manny? Manny. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Have fun, Manny. You cover the whole show. I meant as far as the news coming out of it. Hey, I'll take lots of pictures and then I'll like have little annotations in the corner. This dude is famous. 
right there. That guy made Street Fighter. <laughs> Make Remember sure you play... Sky? Hopefully Dive Kick will be there, because if it is, you got to play it, man. Dive Kick. It's so good. I got to play it. It's awesome. With the Dive Kick controller? Yes, with the Dive Kick controller. Are you going to buy a Dive Kick controller? Uh, They're actually making those? Maybe, if they can get enough. Yeah, I'm not committing to that. Because <laughs> mm. <laughs> that's like a rock band instrument, kind of pretty limited use case. Hmm. Uh, all right, let's see. Quinn, or John, if you don't know his nickname. John, what you been playing? Um, well, before I get on to the big one, um, I, there was a sale sometime this week on Steam for uh, the PC version of uh, Ace Combat Assault Horizon, a.k.a. the Ace Combat game that everybody else hates. Mm. Um, now, I've actually... Um, I actually quite enjoy kind of sort of modern... Uh, even though I've generally been very frosty towards, uh, say, first-person shooters with the kind of modern war aspect, um, I've been interested in, um, say, military aviation flight sims from an early age. I don't know why. Um, well, b- and... because it's appropriate to stay frosty in a flight sim, right? Well, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I, I remember first playing um, SSI's uh, SU-27 flanker simulator back in... Uh, did you God, say a wanker been... simulator? Flanker. Oh, there's an F in okay. There. Okay, sorry. Um, you wanker. Which is uh, which I think was released sometime in the mid nineties. I think sort of ninety seven or something like that. Ninety six, maybe. Um, and um, okay, so modern the more modern games are a little bit more. Hmm. How do I phrase this? Crappy. Uh, I wouldn't say crappy. Um, oh, sorry. It's the usual thing people say about modern games. Well, um, it kind of what Ace Combat Assault Horizon feels like to me is a sort of uh, sort of more <coughs> very similar to um, Tom Clancy's Hawks, which is another military flight simulator that nobody played except for me, I think. Um, although in that instance, the storyline was written or at least implied to be written by Tom Clancy and was therefore quite silly. Okay. Um, admittedly, uh, on the story front, Ace Combat Assault Horizon is not much better in that regard, in that the obvious Russian betrayal option is fairly transparent and can be seen coming from a mile off. Um, but it's a fun, it's fun shooting shit down with missiles. You know, I got my money's worth, I think. Okay. Cool. You shot stuff down. Yep, I blew stuff up. And then you played a game that people agree is good. Yes. Then I played a game that people agree is good, which is Persona 4 Golden. Aha. Which uh, is probably another contender for um, uh, RPG of the Year because I can cheat uh, because Persona 4 Golden didn't come out until February. Yeah. (laughs) How many years in a row can it win? (laughs) Yeah. Game of the year. Well, I haven't. I've actually only just entered uh, the month of uh, June, which means I've just rescued uh, rescued Kanji. So I'm not actually that far in, um, but I'm enjoying it. Um, I think I'm enjoying it more than I enjoyed three, at least up to this point. Um, yeah, and it's really very good. If you haven't played it, go and play it. 
If you don't have, have you never Vita played four but... until then, until now. I mean, no, I I skipped I skipped out on four uh, because I hadn't finished. I wanted to finish three first, and then they announced the Vita remake of it, and I was like, oh, well, I'll just wait now because, like, uh, Sony Three Portable, the Vita version was obviously going to have a lot more stuff in it. So I waited and waited and then it came out and I didn't buy it. So I waited a little bit more and then I finally uh and then I finally uh bought it last week. Live on cast, no less. Yes. While while Noodle was delivering her Age of Wushu impression. <laughs> like I can't stand I was, this, I, I need was, a good game. <laughs> I need to I need to uh I need to find a game to play. I need to find a game to play. Oh, Persona 4. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, with any luck, it'll make the plot in Persona 4 Arena make a little bit more sense. Good. But yes, go play it. Go buy it. If you have a Vita, buy it. If you don't have a Vita, play the PS2 version or buy a Vita and buy it and play it. It's yes. really good. Yes, yes, yes. Persona 4, Although, awesome, Although, awesome. um, standard, standard disclaimer about Shin Megami Tensei difficulty levels. Yes. Because, well... Is it easy? Uh, well, there is... I mean, the game does have a, 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 a selectable difficulty at the start from very easy right the way through to uh, very hard, I think. Bend me over, yes. Yeah, but I'm playing on normal. Yeah, the middle difficulty. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, let's see. Who's next? Anna. What you been doing? Um, I sort of continued on what I was doing last week. So I'm still trying to figure out my Pokemon team because I didn't get any feedback. <laughs> I'm just going to ask the forums. And um, I kept asking playing. for Pokemon advice on the forums is like asking to be shot. No, go to the Go to the Poke forums. We we have a couple of... We still have the old... Pokemon. Yeah, don't they? I don't <laughs> even know if they talk about Pokemon, Or did they, they get don't. shut down? I don't remember. No, no, they're still there. Okay. It's the only one of the old forums that's still there, but yeah, it's still there. I didn't know yeah. if it made the server transition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's still active. Oh, yeah, everything made it. We got a full transition. So, People don't know there's a secret forum that we don't even link you to. You just have to know how to get there that's been running for forever and... You don't want to go there. It runs on really old software that we don't even know if anybody updates anymore. We don't care. These guys are happy to be there. So we're like, okay, whatever. Yeah, it's like, um, I think about 30 regulars. I don't know. It's it's like Fight Club. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. They don't bug me. I don't bug them. Um, But yeah, I keep playing Dragon Fantasy on the Vita and occasionally on the PS3. So I got to chapter three, and we finally put out the chapter. We finally put out patch one point one zero for the PS3 yesterday. Thank you, Sony. They are like in the process of moving offices, and I guess what normally happens is is they have a QA team for for new games that have to be approved, and a QA team for patches for existing games. And while they're in the process of moving, they ha- instead of having like ten people on each of those teams, they have three people in one, three people from each of those teams in one combined team that's doing everything. So it is like totally clogging things up. So we're waiting for the Vita patch. <laughs> 
and that's been fun. And beyond that, um, I played more Minish Cap this week. We talked about it on the RPG Backtrack a couple of weeks ago, and I decided I wanted to replay it, and I finished the first dungeon. Yay! That's as far as I've gotten so far. That was my week. Five hours long? Mm, Maybe six. Is it really that short? Yeah, it's really short. Oh, no, 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 it's not that short. It's only that short if you are, like, totally a million times pro at, like, Link to the Past. Oh. But yeah, it Okay, so me... everyone who's played Zelda before. I thought it, it was... was I thought it was minute. Minish, even. Oh. Uh, Why do we keep you here? Yeah, I no, how... it, it took me about three hours to get through the first dungeon, because I couldn't remember some of the things to do, so... Yeah. Now that I remember, it's all good. And I had fun. And I got to go poo around on... You got um, to go poo. Good job. No, 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 no. It's like, boo, um, with my little wind jar mm-hmm. on the lily pads. It was fun. I liked it. Carry on. Got it. Uh, let's see. Oh, that leaves one person. Oh. One person. Who could it be? Oh. I think it's Manny because he yawns so much. No, it's you, you jerk. <laughs> Yeah, it's me. Apparently, I'm actually here once in a while. Go fig. All right, I already forgot what I wrote because it's freaking morning. Tactics um, Ogre. Yes, I'm playing a lot of Tactics Ogre because I realized I haven't finished the PSP version, and mm-hmm. I didn't recall how many changes there were. So I'm actually relearning some of the classes, and I'm like, hey, wait, why does this one play differently before? I didn't. I actually went through a class guide last night because I'm like, I swear the Valkyrie did not suck this much at magic as they do, but no, they actually they do. So. I screwed up there. Um, I've actually gotten farther than I did the first time because for some reason I couldn't get out of Chapter 2. I couldn't figure out why. As I played the second time, I realized it's because you really can't spread out your units until Chapter 3. Otherwise, you just won't have the levels and skills, and there really is nowhere to run around and grind. So they don't tell you that, so it's a good way to walk yourself in the corner and lose 10 hours of your life. So if you don't what? If you are... All right, so what happens, that's the problem. There is nowhere to level except the main battles, and occasionally a couple times you'll get random encounters through 10 hours, okay? So in Tactics Ogre, unlike other tactical games, your characters level by their class and only by their class. So if you have three knights, they level three times faster. If you have two clerics or one thing, and they, they adjust. So the higher the level the less overall XP they get if there's a level below them. So let's say my archer is level 10, my knight is level 5, the knight gets significantly more experience, but there's only the same finite experience pool to deal with. So my archer will level slower because I'm trying to level up this new class. So, you know, you get the dragoon, you get the rogue, you're like, hey, I want to level up these things. You're going to slow down your overall level progression because there is nowhere to get free XP. Oh. So I finally get to the point of the end of Chapter 2, and I'm two levels below where I thought I should be, and I have nowhere to grind to get these levels back. Uh-oh. So I couldn't beat it, so I started over, and this time I stayed very tight with the core classes that they give you. I got the extra marks and everything, and I said, yeah, that's nice. I'll mess with those later, and managed to get through Chapter 2 rather easily. So now I'm actually going out and exploring the new classes and stuff. So... It was not this hard in the PSP or in the P PlayStation version. I don't know why I had so much trouble 
this time, probably because I knew so much. You're older about now. The new... Your brain is slower. <clears throat> no, I mean, because when you play it the first time, right, you're just like, well, I'm just stick with what I have because I don't want to start back at level one. I just want to play the game, right? Mm-hmm. And I think this time it was more like, well, I know the Dragoon is a great class to kill dragons, and I know there's going to be dragons here, so I should level the Dragoon, and that just screwed me over. So I just had to go back and be like, no, we just kill dragons the slow way with magic and archers and stuff like that and have fun with it. Um, another thing I forgot is the XP on the battle doesn't matter how many people you kill. So there's no point. And when it says kill the boss... And you go around and kill everyone else. There's no point to that unless you're just bored or they got in your way. Oh, all right. Unless you like random goodies that are crap anyway that you just sell for money. There's plenty of money in this game, so I'm not worried about that. So why am I going around killing everything and risking people dying? I should just go for the boss, kill it, get it over with. So once I remembered that, it also made those battles a lot easier. Because mm. sometimes you're like, okay, three people are dead. I've got two rounds before they're off the screen. Everyone just focus on the boss and kill it. <laughs> I thought there was permadeath in that game. <clears throat> in the PlayStation version, it was permadeath. In the PSP version, you have three hearts. Oh. So if they die and go off the screen, you lose a heart. If you lose oh. all three hearts, they are gone. Did they go off the screen immediately in the PlayStation version or not? No, you still had three rounds. You still this had three isn't rounds. This is in Fire Emblem. Okay. All right. Well, you know. Yeah, and Fire Emblem. Well, even Fire Emblem's been nerfed, so, you know. Well, yeah, that's a different discussion. Um, so being the true tactics ogre person, if they lose a heart, to me, they're gone. So I'm not going to let them die. Okay. Um, if they do die, then I just don't play them anymore. Really? Yep. That's wow. the way I'm going to do it. Okay. Hasn't happened yet, but that's the way it's going to be. Well, could you just restart? <laughs> Um, you can actually you can use roll the, turn back. That's right. You can yeah. roll turn back, but that also wasn't in the PlayStation version, and I've yet to actually do that. Except for there is a minor exception here that I do use. Yes. If you use a magic spell or attack that has line of sight, yes. and you hit your own person in the back, I sometimes might reset that because it doesn't count against you for resetting it, and it's really stupid. You can't see where you're going to go. Why would it count against you for resetting it? If you go into the Warren report, it actually says whether or not you use the chariot turret. Does it matter? It matters to me because it, it didn't exist to in the, the first. Ending? I don't know. I haven't got to the PSP ending. Okay. But for this one, if I throw a magic spell and for some reason, even though that guy was not in my what I felt was line of sight, and it goes and locks on him and hits him in the back, I will back up, and it does not count against you because that's a stupid system. Mm -hmm. um, but if I miss or something I'm not doing it like if I don't crit I'm going to do it back because you so can do that and what determines whether or not it shows up in that report if you actually go back out of their turn oh okay so if the character moves does an action but doesn't click end of turn and I go back and reset that turn that's okay okay if I go back to the person before them that's using the turret so Michael. you know this Michael. is yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Tarot. Sure. Whatever. I don't speak funny <laughs> words. Okay. <laughs> I I thought I thought either was acceptable on that one. Oh, all right. That's new to me. Too. All right. Tarot. Tarot. Well, that's something else. <laughs> yes. Anyway, um, beyond that, I 
put on Twitter once that I replaced a game because I couldn't find it. That was actually Fortune Street. It's been in my Wii so long I couldn't find it. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so now I have two copies of Fortune Street. Really? I do with that. It was in yeah. your Wii because that's the last thing you played. Yeah, since the last time the Wii plugged in, what, nine, ten months ago? You didn't try checking the Wii. I looked in there and it had felt, and I'm like, I don't know what's in there. <laughs> Turn it off! I didn't have the cord handy, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I got uh, I got someone else interested in Fortune Street. We've been having fun with it, so it's been good. We need to play that more. We haven't been playing that ever. You mean, like, since my Wii has been off? Yeah. Yeah, what's up with that? I turned my Wii back on. It's a happy now. All right. All right. Um, well, because after I got it replaced, it was kind of like, uh, I, I haven't played these games in so long, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, Wii games are so hard to get into. I know. And then finally, um, everybody's always talk about Plants vs. Zombies, and I'm like, that's ah, a stupid game, I don't want to play it. And then one day, I was like, what the heck? I got it somehow on my Steam, I don't remember how. So... I played it and Someone beat the whole thing in a weekend. It to you. Probably. So I beat the whole thing in a weekend, and that was fun. So now I play that once in a while. Don't count on Plants vs. Zombies 2 being fun. Why? Why? Uh, the, the, the guy you created it left a while ago, left PodCap a while ago. And if you look at the way they've handled the iOS versions and Android versions, is to strongly encourage you to spend money to get gems. Since when? That didn't used to be the case in the iOS version. Oh no, it's always been the case. Oh, I was Be- playing it without any, without feeling like that at all. Well, I've, I've well, heard no, that the I mean, iPhone but, one but, is really limited, but the iPad version has like the Zen Garden and everything, and so it's just kind of all the same. Yeah, but the rate at which you got plants on the desktop version compared to that version is completely off. Oh, but you just earn money by playing bowling and stuff. Who cares? Yeah, but you shouldn't have to grind. I mean, I feel I felt by the time I finished the the desktop version, I've unlocked okay. several plants by then. But, I've had enough money to buy all the fertilizer I needed, all this blah blah blah. The only time I needed to grind was for that little wisdom tree. What? Are, yeah. What are you grinding for? You are grinding for achievements. If you don't feel like you should grind for achievements, then they don't matter to you. No, I'm just saying. Like at this point what? now, like the Zen Garden is like empty. I'm like, oh, I guess they want me to play for a lot more. Wow, they've updated this a lot. <clears throat> yeah. There's a lot of crap in here. And they got achievements now. And PVZ merchandise is glowing on here. Oh, it's a link to their store so I can buy their crap. All right, let's see what else. Well, it's EA. What do you want? Get more coins. I don't remember that being there before. It's EA. How else are they going to make money? They got to make you feel like crap. Anyway. Hey, Michael. Oh. So, uh... How far are you yeah. into Tactics Ogre again? Uh, chapter three. All right. And how how many chapters? Uh, there's four chapters, but there's three paths. I'm currently on the Chaos Path. So, you, so you're like what, 10, 20 hours so far? 25 hours. Oh, all right. So it's a pretty, pretty lengthy it's, game then. It's going to be, I mean, it's like Final Fantasy Tactics if you don't go crazy. It's going to be like 40 hours. But I also feel that Chapter 4 is going to do what Tactics, uh, Final Fantasy Tactics 2, which was, it's Chapter 4. Welcome to explore the whole freaking world. Enjoy yourself. Mm. I mean, it took me the, what is it, Rivenous? Whatever. The solo battle you have to fight at the end of Chapter 3 in Tactics took me 25 hours to get to. I beat Final Fantasy Tactics in like 67 hours. So <laughs> Chapter 4 was the long chapter. 
Are you playing and the UMD version or a download? I am currently playing the UMD version, but I'm getting... My PSP is pretty old, and I've already taken uh. the port twice to clean it. I'm probably going to suffer and spend 20 bucks because I can't figure out how to hack my Vita, so... Will you be able to transfer over your save data? Yeah, you transfer that to the PS3 or the PC. All right, cool. Go for it, man. Yeah, I'm just not really sure 20 bucks for a game I'm already playing. <laughs> I just want to do that. Why do you need to do that? I, I missed something because I, I was playing Plants vs. Zombies over to the Vita. You put what? I, I want to play Tactics Ogre on my Vita because I have the shiny Vita and it doesn't do anything. And the PSP screen is old and it's dirty. Oh, yeah, you're screwed on that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I tried to hack it, but did, I need to find uh, a way to do that, and so far... No, the Vita? The way- no, they don't have that. That's not really cracked, man. Yeah, it is. Oh. It, there there were ways to do it, but I can't do it now because Sony's patched it all. I didn't so, realize they'd already come up with that. Well, they... Yeah, well, it's mostly the homebrew crowd, but there is certain versions that allow you to do the ISOs. Oh, they hacked it so you could play PSP games on it. That's right. Yes, I forgot about that's that. That's what I'm trying yeah, to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now they've patched against that, and so yeah. now I'm stuck. Yeah. Just play so Go. Need... Do you have a Go? No. Oh, never mind then. If I had Chris, a Go, you're I one of 16 people games. that own a Go. I know. Manny's another and Manny, one. Manny, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like two fifths of this podcast has a Go. <laughs> no, uh, I was smart. Cheap. I only bought a Vita. <laughs> hey, uh, I think most of us have Vitas, don't we? No, um, don't own a Vita. Not me. No. no, well, Manny's poor. It's okay. No, no, I chose to spend that money on something else that I actually use on a daily basis and enjoy every day. The Galaxy S4, like I do? No, an iPad Mini. Oh, you upgraded to a 4. Have you not been watching Twitter? No. Yeah, I have an S4. Good job. I love it. Mm-hmm. It makes Retina look like crap. <laughs> Does it? Uh, yeah, the PPI on the S4 is like 440. Wow. Yeah, I took a screenshot of one of the games I was playing, and I just put an email, and I was like, "Why is your screenshot so huge?" I'm like, <laughs> "All right, HD screen." <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah, good stuff. I you love know, my. You four. realize that the whole concept of Retina is that. Once you're past it, it shouldn't matter if you increase the PPI? It shouldn't until you watch ESPN and 1080p. Oh, you but, just like having full 1080p on there. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah you have a full HD you, screen. Okay, you flip totally that, understand You flip that. that, watch ESPN, you're watching sports, you're like, yeah! <laughs> that makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. <laughs> also, I watched the Final Fantasy fourteen trailer. Oh, and eight. That was it, fun, was too. It, was the uh, S2 you had before not a uh, 16 by 9 it was 16, well, it was 16 by something, oh. because the, clearly the resolution is slightly different because the right. S4 is, let me hold it up to the S2. No, that's just like my iPhone 5. It's 16 by 9, but it's not, it doesn't it have full be, HD yeah, pixels. It, yeah. it can't be 16 by 9 because the S4 is like a half an inch longer. <laughs> um, so. no. Oh, <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right. So it had to be some custom yeah. 16 by something. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. So no, yeah, no, I love it. It's awesome. Good for you. Isn't six? Isn't 16 by 10 a thing? Yeah, but no, it's not what HD broadcasts in. Right. So. Um. Hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 2.53 to 1 is a thing if you want to get real technical, but that's, again, that's not what HDTV broadcasting and all that. Anyway, um, we shouldn't talk about, this isn't phone cast, is it? Let's get into our letters. Yay. Yay, letters. First letter is actually a forum post from Balance says, first of all, it's truly wonderful to hear Noodle's cute voice again. Kirby! World of Wushu was awful. I like he calls it World of Wushu. Was awful for her, but it was very entertaining. I understand most of the concepts being Scottish-born Chinese, but it sounds like an extremely frustrating game. So this is great, because he's going to go on and explain to us um, the Chinese background stuff that we don't know, because we we're not that culture. Um, the pills, for uh, instance. Uh, come on, I take exception to that. Just because he's Chinese, he's a master of all Chinese history. All well, 2000 years. He knows more than I do. He actually had a class in it, unlike the rest of us. Well, he knows more than I do. The pills, for instance, in Kung Fu Fantasy, you can gain superhuman powers from eating special plants and animals. Guess what the pills are made from? Um, I'm going to guess plants and animals. Liang is ancient Chinese. There are lots of cow in China. Lots of cow. Liang is ancient (laughs) Chinese for a measure of weight. The common currency is silver that looks gravel-shaped, but you can have a Liang of pork, for instance. Uh, Bigger coinage is shaped in funny hat-like ingots, and even bigger amounts in promissory notes with the appropriate seals stamped on it. Having so many types of currency is just confusing. They should at least streamline it down to two. For food, of course, is close to religion in China, so it makes a bizarre sense that you get a poison debuff from not e- eating. Some manga and anime characters suffer a huge loss of power when they fall, fail to get sustenance. Being less powerful than the small child of the local master or their grandpa is also a common martial arts trope. Microtransactions annoy me. I guess I'm old school. I want a set fee and not have to worry about how to pay to win. Quinn reminds me that the whole world loves Italian food. I've made tagliatelle mushroom, ham, and carbonara for two days in a row. As another denizen in the United Kingdom, let me comment. America is called fully the United States of America. United Kingdom Shorter gets it right. This is just a stream of consciousness, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) You know, did you see that I went in there and I edited for spacing? Mm. Mm -hmm. Where's the game part of this? Uh, The age of uh, World of Wushu. (laughs) Oh, yeah, World of Wushu. Okay, Age got Wushu. it. <laughs> uh, next, a lot of people talked about the Vanillaware artwork for Dragon's Crown in the forums. Um, Oops. Yeah, I'm not even going to get into that more because... Oh, come on, it's Vanillaware. If you haven't figured it out by now, then you're not going to worry about it anyway. I, I think people misunderstood or thought that we changed positions on the game, and I think that... I don't know that we did, but I guess What's I can... Your, what was your position before? I think they think we used to think the art was okay back at E3, and now now we don't because it's a I big think it's controversy. Fine. I think the characters are ugly. Um, oh, I love the the sorceress lady. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I was a little confused too because I I thought when they said you guys really don't like the art, I'm, I I barely remembered even talking about it. I was making like jokes about it's like this thing is so not even on my radar that yeah. I don't even. <laughs> like well, you don't care about the art style. See, for me, I, I'm actually one of the people who retweeted like one of their things from their site. So I'm like, oh yeah, this looks fun. And I mean, my complaint isn't OMG big tits. It's well, all of the characters in this game are completely sexualized to a point that's ridiculous. Did I don't even I, play and, Odin Sphere. Yeah, I did, no, but they weren't sexualized like this. I'm sorry, yeah, money. There's some no, of them were. Yeah, like like the bunny. What what are you talking about? No, I played Maramasa, and I mean, it's not like. I, I'm not aware of the fact that a lot of the artwork that came out to promote Muramasa was really sexualized, but even she had less ridiculous proportions than the Dragon's Crown. Go, go look at the Amazon artwork, all right? And tell me that's com- comparable to what was in Odin's Sphere. 
I played Odin Sphere. And the Amazon artwork in Dragon's Crown is... I'm sorry, that's not even a person. That's a new creature with different spinal cords and stuff like that. I don't even know what's going on there. There's the artwork in Amazon. Oh, let me give the other perspective, too. Uh, From my point of view, I didn't care one bit. Yeah. Either way. I was just making jokes playing off of the recent controversy to Chris. And I think, like, just to throw it out there, just to be completely clear, Anna thinks it's ridiculous, so... She has every right to vote with her dollar. Is not going to buy it. Chris just thinks it's ugly. Has yeah. every right to vote with his dollar. Is not going to buy it. Yeah. Me, I don't care one way or the other. I just not even on my radar mentally. Don't care. Not going to buy it. Yeah. So that's where we stand. With no, this my original position was I was hoping the gameplay would make up for it, and then I would yeah. somehow look past the artwork. Um, and what the only thing that's changed for me over time is that I'm less hopeful about the gameplay. Um, and maybe I don't even I'm know wrong. anything about the gameplay okay. at all after all this time. So. Yeah, and that's something that I actually pointed out in the gameplay thread, and no one answered me. I'm st- or the in the in the thread where we're discussing this, and no one has answered me. Why is it the only thing that I know about this game is the fact that the care the female characters have giant tits of doom, and the male characters are chiseled so hard you want to like light flint against them? Why is it the only thing I know about the game? Why I know, does, why I does no one complain about, about the, the art style too? Sorry, See, people just. Pick things to complain about, okay? The I'm not complaining. Wizard, the wizard looks fine. The yeah. elf looks fine, okay? The Amazon looks painful, okay? I get that, <laughs> you know. But so what is the what is it? The warrior or the barbarian? The barbarian, yeah. Oh it looks gosh. ridiculous. The sorceress, yeah, she's got large tits. Okay, deal with it. Okay, but, but the, the fighter thing, looks normal. But that's... I mean, no, it's it's like. Yeah, except for the Amazon, really, none of these look out of proportion. Uh, we'll agree to disagree on that one. Um, look I at can't... Mike. Look at the elf, and look, look at the, the rotation elf. of her spine versus her butt versus her head. She has broken her back if she's in that position. She's <laughs> leaping through the air, and she's turned to fire an arrow. I don't see why you think this is a bad idea. Her her body is completely turned around such that her face is aligned with her butt. All right. No, it's not. She's still but looking forward. Okay. But I have a question. Though, why do we her, have to... You can, you can actually do what she's doing. If you jump and you're looking behind you, that is what you look like. Yeah. But let me say this, though. Why... Well, why like, there's this notion, like, if you don't like this art style, what's wrong with you? Or, like, why do you... Why do you oh, have to like it? To yeah. it? the internet. Yeah. yeah. But no, I'm I... Like, why do we have to do... I, I hear so many people talk about how they don't like maybe Western character design or, or like all their stuff, like silly stuff. Like, I actually I don't like... agree with Mike. I think the problems are just like the the Barbarian, the Amazon, and the and the Sorceress. The do rest I, I don't really care about. Barbarian or something? Huh? I don't see the Barbarian it's on the, the official It's the Dwarf site. Barbarian. He's... Yeah. He's a dwarf! Um, <laughs> Sure. <laughs> they all look that way, grumpy and angry, and um, and like seventeen feet tall. I don't know. Man. They don't show that. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. All I say, I I stopped going to restaurants for like less reasons because simply I don't like walking in that direction on that sidewalk. Like, why should I? You know, why should people get beat up if they don't want to buy this game? Yeah. Because they don't like the art style, which is something core to the game. Well, and Next. this is the thing: is, is as someone who liked previous games that Vanillaware has put out, the fact that. No one seems to be able to tell me about, like, the things I care about in the game, like the combat system and the story. That's the part... Other than the trailers and the fact it's a smash-em, beat-em-up game, so no one cares about the story? 
I don't see I don't any websites covering the trailers. All I see is everybody covering this artwork. No, they post the trailers. They post the trailers. They spend a little bit talking about it, but you know what? You don't read. It's... You don't watch them because you realize how useless it is to have a trailer like that. Well, did you watch the Sorceress trailer? It shows exactly how she fights. It shows how this is going to work. Yes, and that's where the GIF came from, right? I mean, they're showing how it's a smash and beat 'em up game. I don't know what else you want in life. Yeah, yeah, it's a smash and beat 'em up game, and that's it's, fine. It, that's what it it's is. It's like asking why didn't Gauntlet have a better story? Yeah. Why didn't Gauntlet have a better story? <laughs> because it's Gauntlet. You just go through it. Why doesn't Metroid crawl? Yeah, why why Metroid no crawl? <laughs> that's gonna be a meme. You know that's gonna be it's a already meme. Already a meme, I'm sure. I, we don't nobody <laughs> knows. Guys, what we're remember talking Gundam about. style? Anyway, that was I guess... crazy, right? It was funny. <laughs> and then they dance with those funny. pistachios and oh it was over. Oh, oh did you know that he's a spokesperson for BB Go, a Korean restaurant? Oh it's good crazy. For him. And if you win this contest, you could be his chef. And Wait, you don't what? even know how to cook. You just know how to put things in a bowl and mix it up. <laughs> Great. I love that guy. He's going to have a long career in the United States. Um, he was on the American Idol finale. He's going to have a long career. <laughs> he's going to be the next Vanilla Ice. We'll be talking about him for years. Well, nobody, does anybody talk Vanilla Ice in a positive light anymore? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ninja, ninja, rap. So, yeah, I mean... It's just a smashy, fighty game with big tits. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, what? I guess no, I'm going to wait guys, until guys, I, this is I get easy. impressions out of E3. Guys, this is easy. This isn't really about Dragon's Crown. This is because this game is pushed the sexual, you know, the boobs are so big that they crossed a line for a lot of people for this one character and sparked the discussion that they've been wanting to have for a while. That's why this has any traction at all. People have been kind of thinking about this for a long time, and they need an excuse to talk about it. This gave them an excuse to talk about it, and they're talking about it, and boom, we should figure out if it's a problem or not, and the, you know, that's over there. And then yeah, the game will be I mean, over here. Anything that you know, launches a good discussion where people can have a variety of opinions and bring them to the table, I think that's not a bad thing. Yeah. My only concern is, is when we get this deal with it attitude. Yeah. Or when we get this attitude of, well, you didn't object to X game, so clearly you think it's I love okay. that. It's like, you know, honestly, I think the artwork is different here, but okay, whatever. <laughs> well, oh, and yeah. it's like, especially since some of the games that we were talking about in the forums, it's like, I don't own any of these. I do. You do. I do, so. because I don't find their artwork to be as objective as, uh, objectionable as And as I mean, I think, <laughs> I mean, I think that's fair. I mean, but you I, know, I'm not even not buying Dragon's Crown because the artwork. I just, well, I, I guess I am because it's a beat 'em up if I don't like looking at the screen. Yeah, never mind. I take that back. Go ahead. <laughs> never mind. I mean, I think it may, may end up boiling down to everybody has their line of tolerance. And I just think we're seeing a big disparity because of how aggressive this artwork is. I think when it comes down to it, people are going to buy it if they want to, and they have, they don't. it's not going to be the artwork that decides it. It's going to be whether or not this game is any fun to play. Eh, the artwork could play a role in it. I think the artwork is going to play a, a, a role in the decision for some people. Yeah. If the gameplay only looks so-so to you, the fact that you're staring at characters that you think look weird okay but here here's the catch you're gonna have many people not saying a damn thing and biting the game because of the artwork sure yeah of course so I mean, this is, is the point that i keep making on our forums is it's like yeah. 
you know, yeah, but people... that, that's a dangerous discussion argument, Michael, because that also means that you you can never you can always say, well, you're wrong because there's people who aren't talking that disagree. No, with no, you. no. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying anyone is wrong. I'm okay. saying you're going to have the. I don't think the game is going to suffer because of the artwork. I think as oh, many yeah. okay. are going to be shunned and not want to buy it. As oh. many people are going, oh yeah, this is Michael, naughty. I'm, the game's yeah. going to suffer because it's on the Vita. <laughs> Let's be clear about that. It's gonna suffer because it's an obscure JRPG. Yeah, on the Vita. Oh, on the Vita. Oh, yeah. I thought it was. Well, see, because it said PlayStation Three and Vita. Oh, is it on both? I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't realize it was both. Okay. Oh, then yeah, maybe it'll be okay. Maybe. Hey, people are playing Scarlet Blade. <laughs> For them, one-handed, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right, let's move on, guys. Let's on move that on. Game, right? Yeah. Next letter is from Steven, who says, Hi, guys. Congrats to Chris and Anna on the upcoming wedding. I tried to convince my fiancé to have a Final Fantasy cake, but no go. I feel she doesn't understand my obsession with the series. Being a fan of Final Fantasy and the current debacle on whether they will include the international version in the upcoming remake of Final Fantasy X, X-2 is boring me. Do you have any predictions on when they will decide to ship the games? No. We might get release dates at E3. Yeah, E3, I bet. Maybe. Maybe that's what Andy that, it'll be TGS. Andy, that what He might have, but he can't talk Andy, about tell it. Us. Tell us, tell us. Tell you what? Oh, okay. Well, guys, we already know 10 and 10 2 is in their list of stuff at E3. Yeah, yeah. which means soon. So it, I would assume Manny got to play it, but probably it's not can't like talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So also, can anyone tell me what their favorite Game Boy Advance RPG is and why? Ooh, Advance. <sighs> I mean, Advance we... Wars. That's not an RPG. Advance uh, Wars. Let him have uh, it. Let him have considering it. Considering we do cover it, uh, Super Robot Wars J. Tech. Which... Nice. <laughs> well done. Hey, it was the first one I played. Well, that's good. It's what got me into the series. I'm just snickering because it was, like, obvious. I don't think there were uh, a lot yeah, of was. good RPGs on the platform, <laughs> but I'm going to go with... Tactics the Night of Lotus. Oh. Ooh. I didn't know that. I didn't play that. It was okay. like it was a side one that took place on a tiny little island off the main continent, the island of Lotus, and it was like this fight between. Cares? Uh, it was tactics ogre. Yeah, like native mermaids and some knights coming in to sort of subjugate the population. Which system are you talking about? Game Boy Advance. Yeah. I'm actually doing a release list to check. <laughs> yeah, um, I like tactics ogre, the Knight of Lotus. Um, hey, I liked uh, the original Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Oh, I'm so sorry for you. I'm sorry for you. Yeah. Hey, I liked that game. Uh, I'm sorry. I found the artwork to be objectionable. Can um, I just use the link to the past and be done with it? <laughs> I, the Moogle's the ball was too big. My um, biggest problem with Tactics uh, the, uh, eight what was it? Tactics Advance yeah. was just the storyline was just basically was like so forty bad. hours of kids <laughs> I, grow, grow up already. This discussion's <laughs> over. Yeah. Golden Sun. That's what I was gonna pick. I thought you were going to pick Final Fantasy VI. Um, I didn't play that back in the day on the Advance because I'd played it so much already. So I, I actually missed out on a lot of Advance RPGs. I didn't play the Fantasy Star ports. I didn't play the Tactics Ogre. I didn't play Secret of Mana 1. Um, I didn't do any of those. So. I didn't play didn't play most of those either, but I did play Golden Sun. I did play Golden Sun. Wait, and which Golden so Sun? Most people favorite. only played the first Golden Sun. I no, only I played the both. first one. I actually played both of them. I have a boxed, sealed copy of the second one sitting over here for me to play at some point. Some sure yeah, okay, that'll happen. Well, I've got the the DS sequel after that too. <laughs> okay, yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> also happen. sealed and not played. No, that one's unsealed, but also not played. Well, they're doing well then. Okay, it's better. 
Um, you open the box. Yeah, to get the Nintendo points. <laughs> that means we have one copy unsealed and one copy sealed. Ah, there we go, Mike. <laughs> now yeah, we need Nintendo to find a sealed copy like of the game. first game. <laughs> oh, God, really? I lost Somewhere my... Shigeru Miyamoto's going, yes. So I points. lost my copy of the first game, and so I don't have my passcode. That's what's been keeping me from going into Lost Age. You don't have the game? Uh, I lost the first game. Oh, you're screwed. And the Game Boy it was in. And the Game Boy. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, it was Yeah, sad. my backpack was stolen, and it had both the I'm pretty sure you can it. find uh, generators, like, generators for passcodes on the internet. So just Yeah, but it's not going to have this thing. Well, that's okay, because I was maxed out. So if I have a maxed out generation... Oh, okay. I'm I mean, sure it's basically, I found all the genies, and I just want to cap- carry that over, right? I don't know if it matters. I don't even know what carries over, but... Um, if you use the full, if you use the full code, everything. Okay. Like character level, I think character levels, equipment, gin, every, you know, like the whole. Yeah. So that was the yards. thing for me is I just wanted my gins to carry over. Um, yeah. Like well, it's the only way to get um, uh, like a full set. Like, okay. You you acquire all all. Yeah, all you the have to have one all and all of the gins. All the to, second yeah. ones, and then you yeah. get them all, and you're awesome. So that's that. Yeah. yeah. And the the reason I might replay it though is because I've forgotten the story honestly at this point so and it wasn't that long and it was really fun so replaying it might be really good so I, golden sun i think is actually one of those rpg stories that just kind of hasn't sort of left my mind sort of thing i really? probably still recall most of the event like events that happen in it there were like too many characters coming into it at the end so i don't really remember anything so yeah although i think only about two of them were of actual consequence ah well all right then well, there are two that are of, there is like two of consequence, and the rest of them are all elaborated on in the second game. Yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. Ah, so there you go, Golden Sun. Um, hi, RP gamer. I'm writing in because about a month ago I bought a PS Vita, which I've been calling the Persona Plane handheld device because that's been its only purpose. Just like mine was the, if you guys remember my uh, portable golf machine for Hot Shots. I'm on my second playthrough of Persona 4 Golden. Wow, to keep me busy until the. F- fateful day there is another must-have rpg on this device we are still far from the final fantasy 10 hd release date but i still can't decide whether i want it on my ps3 for my new hd tv or if this game like golden will be great to play on the go maybe cross my fingers for crossplay um <sighs> yeah it, yeah except you gotta pay so much for all the copies. yeah so here's the dilemma when you buy it for the ps3 as it stands right now this may change you get both 10 and 10 2 in one package if you buy it for the Vita, you have to buy it separately. It's not a cross-buy. So and you much... need to buy 10 and 10 too individually. So do you think it'll be 60 on the PS3? I have no idea. So I don't want to guess. 50? So I was figuring 60 since it's both games, and then on the PS Vita it'll be 30 and 30. Well, 50 because look at Metal Gear Collection. Oh, Includes okay. every Metal Gear ever, $50. Okay, so 50 So how can then... you justify 60 for two? I still think it'll be 30 and 30 on the Vita. <laughs> Because that's yeah, what they probably. do. <laughs> so it would be more on the Vita. Oh, that's terrible. We'll see. Um, during the PSP era of gaming, I was a DS user, and I had no interest in the PSP. But now it's the opposite, and I'm a Vita user who can't justify spending money on a 3DS when I only have so much time to play games. <laughs> well, if you stopped... funny. You'd have more RPGs to play if you had a 3DS than uh, if you... If he stopped back, replaying yeah. Persona 4, he'd have plenty of time to play games. Oh, man, all the great Mega 10 titles are on yeah. DS. All you right. got it. So, well, hold on. We'll get there. So since I'm ignorant to the PSP era of gaming, I was wondering if there was any titles that I missed that are available on PSN that will keep me busy. Ogre Battle. Or um, no, I'm sorry. Tactics Ogre. <laughs> uh, Jean d'Arc. 
John Dark, John Dark Tactics yeah. Ogre. Uh, well, um, how about Persona Three Portable? Sorry, what was that I first? There yeah, was Persona that, Three Portable. There was that 3D um, JRPG uh, Brave Story, right? Oh, please play Brave Story. There you go. Is that on PSN? I believe so. Yeah. It better be, or yeah. it's a crime against humanity. Yeah. Uh, Why is there? Oh, w? the humanities. Um. What about? I mean, does that mean they played Final Fantasy Tactics or not? No, it means they didn't. Oh, the well, then they need to play Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, the tactics you can actually is... read a story that makes sense. Yeah, and the <laughs> controls don't suck like they do on the iPad. True, but they loading do. times. The loading oh, times oh, wait, will no, be still... fixed oh. because of the Vita not, not using fixed, the UMD. They'll be better. They're much better. They're better, but they are not fixed. Remember, uh, what um, about? There's also like PSP games that are still coming out. Like XC put out something on oh, PSP. Oh, 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 there's that that that, that um, Unchained Blades. Uh, if yep. you want Dungeon Crawl, though, honestly, I'd recommend you get a 3DS and pick up Etrian Odyssey 4. Actually, they're both what about, good. Get, what about Trails to the Sky? Yeah, Trails in the Sky. Get that. Yep. The trails absolutely. in the Sky. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. No, we can have another discussion on tits. Yeah. <laughs> what? Super oh, that Wars. hurt. Oh, Super Robot Wars um, PSP hey. generation. What's it called? It would be uh, the... Uh, I think I'm not sure if all of them are on PSN, and you will probably need a Japanese PSN account to access them anyway. But uh, uh, which is useless to you on a Vita, unless right. you have a second um, memory. Final card. Fantasy for the After uh, Years should be Vita. You know compliant. what? Even with a second memory card, it's such a pain to change back and forth. I don't even think oh. it's worth it. Um, what about Crisis Core? Yes, Crisis, oh, yeah, Core. Crisis Core is that downloadable? I think it's a Final Fantasy game. Okay. It has to be. Because um, stu- some stuff isn't, like the, the Kingdom Hearts one or something, I think. But Wasn't that because... Yeah, Square Enix and Sony had a bit of a spat, and some things were UMD only, and some things were PSN only, and then eventually they worked it out. There's Dissidia 12, too. Oh, Dissidium Duodesim. Um, oh, you've been waiting for that. You've been... Duodesim. You've been waiting for that. <laughs> Duodesim. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I so that one I'm actually going to get because I never got it for PSP. So um, oh. the only thing you need to be careful of is some PSP games don't don't have all of their features enabled on the Vita. Really? For example, du- Duodecim and Carnage Heart EXA both have the ability to record in-game video, but the way that the PSP stores um, recorded video and the way that Vita. Res- you know, um, this would be easier stories. if you weren't eating while you were talking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm not. Food's in my mouth. I have um, nothing I, in my mouth. I, I, this is... Yeah, I, well, then take, yeah. remove your tongue because that seems to be a problem. <laughs> the way that Chart, or sorry, the way that PSPs and Vita store video are two completely different things. So it turns out there's like this section of about 15 games that if you record videos out of them... And Duo Deshman Carnage are the two that I know off the top of my head. Um, the Vita will let you record them, and it will have absolutely no way of allowing you to access them. The only um, way to get rid of them is to roll back to before you recorded them. What do you Why mean by roll back? Why would you be able to get it through your uh, content there is, manager on your no PC? Way, no, there's no way to access them through the content manager. It's a it's a huge issue with the Vita. Wait, so it's taking up memory on your Vita on your on your card? Your memory card, and there's no way to access it. There's no way to delete it. Not even if you link the Vita to a computer and then browse the by 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 file map. No, because it's all encrypted in there. And it has to go through the manager. If the manager doesn't want you to look there, then it doesn't let you look there. So don't record. I didn't know you could record (laughs) videos. Don't record any video. I didn't know you could. Anyway, that's a PSP feature. 
Yeah, there's a bunch of games that you can well, record. Yeah, there, um, that was in both Dissidia games as well. Huh. Chris, it's not that hard because you just capture the output and compress it. Well, that's great. I, I, I just didn't know they did that. Well, it's a software thing. I mean, it doesn't matter. No, no, I didn't, I'm not asking how they did it. I didn't know that they did it. Oh, okay. Funnily, funnily enough, the um, the PSP is actually one of the, I think, the only console I've found so far out of my selection of consoles that uh, my uh, capture card doesn't work on. The PSP, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Really? Like, because they, they have that thing you just The component in. out, right? But, yeah, the yeah, component out. The component out doesn't, my capture card is incapable of capturing at the resolution that that puts out. Oh, somehow. right. Oh, actually, oh, well, it, yeah, the it resolution is strange. Yeah, it, it, well, actually, what it does, it puts out, um, it outputs the signal fine, but it can't output color. <laughs> don't, don't you just run it through your PS, uh, which, was it the PS2 that did it? What? You, what? you remote, you played as the PSP was connected, you just played with it and then it could play it on the TV. No, they didn't, there was no remote sending of video. Yeah, there was it was always over yeah. a cord. Um, what you could do is uh, sync oh, up a it, PS3 it, controller to the Go, and you could play uh, with the PS3 controller. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, so well, no, what I was thinking about was the whole... Um, yeah, whereas I have the, a... The, 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 the out that I have that goes in my Switch box, which is what confused me. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, I have an HDMI capture card into the back of my, in the back of my PC, um, mm-hmm. and it picks up... The, using the the set of cables that I have basically allows me to capture from, um, I can do uh, Wii 360, um, PS3. PS3 is what I mostly use it for. But because they're similar cables, I can also do PS2, N64 through the Wii cable. Um, I think I can do GameCube as well through the same cable, practically the same cable. But mm-hmm. the PSP is the thing that confuses it. Interesting. Well, it is an odd resolution, I will say that. Yeah. I, 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 and for some reason, I say, I'm able to get a signal, but I've nev- never been able to get it in color, which kind of ruins the whole thing. It's but, just or retro, makes it artistic. Like Instagram. Yeah, it's artistic. Yeah, but if I'm putting that on Twitch... Yeah, what capture card are you using? <laughs> uh, uh, Blackmagic Intensity Pro. Okay. Inter- uh, the internal PCI version. Mm-hmm. Um, which was... I know, I know. I've been looking at it. Oh, um, if you want a more obscure thing that I did like, I did like Adventure to Go. Oh, and a lot of people is, didn't, so be careful on that is, one. It is very good. The, like, the, the, the Magic Intensity Pro is is a really good car. Oh, I thought you were saying that Adventures to Go was really good. <laughs> He's like, it's really good. I'm like, well, I liked it. I didn't think it was that strong. <laughs> um... Honestly, no, I say honestly, it, it it's it's a really good card. It, it can it does manage to keep up with my with the um, HDMI HD stuff. Yeah. Problem is, um, the bottleneck in my setup is actually my internet connection. Ah. I can't actually, I can't stream HD quality video to Twitch because my the upload speed on my internet connection is too crap. Uh huh. So I, I have to actually I, I capture it at a fairly high resolution, but then I like downsample to 480p in order to stream it. Does that make you cry? Uh, yeah, it does make me cry a little bit. Okay. Because it's like this game could look so much better. All right. So now <laughs> this... actually, that said, it is fine for PS2 stuff because obviously that's not HD in the first place. <laughs> All right, let's get back to our letter writer here. I already played and beat Persona 3 Portable with a friend's PSP. I bought Disgaea but couldn't get past the first five minutes because the voice acting turned me off. Wow. 
Um, try it in Japanese, I guess. And I'm just coming off my Pixel Junk Monsters Addiction. So what else is there out there that I can put on my 16 gig memory card? Because I'm not ready to delve into Final Fantasy 6 through 9 yet. Well, we just told you. So there you um, go. The only other one that I think I didn't mention is Innocent Life of Futuristic Harvest Moon. Uh-huh. It's my favorite one on the PSP. All right. Oh, I, I still need to play that. I like it. It's just so different from any other Harvest Moon game. And that's signed Tomika. Dear RP Gamers, let me first say I... Enjoyed the contributions of Sarah to the podcast last week. A few weeks ago, the podcast was all boys, Chris, Manny, and John. And I enjoyed that because it always goes off on some weird but funny tangent that Anna would probably rein in for sanity's sake. My favorite was Manny's discussion of the lifestyle of the ninjas in the bug people village in Devil Summoner, Raffle Law. What's the point, man? It makes no sense. (laughs) Get a real job. (laughs) Dare I suggest that there be an all-girls week on the podcast with Anna, Becky, and Sarah? Maybe Chris can be the lone boy because he's the host and all. Yeah, wow. we should try we're not to even going to have uh, Nixon here. Um, Sam usually isn't available Saturday morning because she's working. Neither is well, Becky. Neither um, is Becky or Noodle, so yeah. we would have to pick a better time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> we'd have to schedule. record it at a different time. Yeah. I like it though; it's a cool idea. My question for this week is for Pokemon Master Anna. I'm two badges in on the original Pokemon Black. I've heard the second game has references to the plot and characters from the first. Is it worthwhile to play through the plot of the first game before playing the second, or is it one of those deals where the latest Pokemon game is the greatest? Um, so here's how it worked for me. I played, uh, I think, about three badges into Pokemon White, and now I'm playing Pokemon Black 2. And, I'm sorry, excuse me. Um, some of the characters are referenced. So um, it's like Cher and Bianca are... And the professor. And the villain is referenced a lot, too. Right, yes. And you don't actually need to understand the story of the first one to enjoy the second one. Okay. But I I found that, honestly, I missed nothing. Yeah, but they're so similar, and since there is a story that builds on it, I would just keep playing the black. I would just say it's a Pokemon game. What's the story matter anyway? Mm. (laughs) Because the story between black and black 2, or white and white 2, is actually... Decent. Wait, for a so Pokemon if I have game. black and white too, am I going to be dumb? Like, am I, is it not going to flow as proper? No, no, it's no fine. it's just fine. Yeah, that's fine. Because yeah. I, I moved from white to black, and I had no problem at all. Okay, because you were saying black to black too and white to white too. I'm like, um, but I didn't do that. That's okay. <laughs> Generalization. Yeah, doesn't matter. Black and white to it's, black. The only difference, Mike, is the dungeon and which Pokemon you can find in which rarities. Yeah, right. I mean, some of the dungeons Pokemon change based on whether it's black or white, too. Yeah. Totally irrelevant, yeah. And beyond that, the story is identical. Yeah. Like right. every other Pokemon game. So that's, uh, that's, that's from Brennan. Thank you, Brennan. I would say just keep playing. Um, if you really want to switch, feel free to yeah, switch. I, I mean, I'm going to disagree on this. I would say switch now. Why? What, what does the second game have that he needs... Um, I mean, if, okay, actually, let me rephrase that. If you own both Black 1 and Black 2 or Way 1, Way 2, and, or any combination of those, if you own the second one, just switch to the second one. Why? It's a better game. Is it? Why? It's got better controls. It's got more battle variety. It's got a really nice spread of Pokemon types all throughout the game. All right. Well, there you go. If those sound appealing to you, then switch. This is coming from someone who played two, three badges. Yeah. So here's my problem. I can't find okay. my copy of White 2. 
I, they got I, some at the store. I think I've lost it. No, I don't want to lose my progress. You I want to find crap it. all the time. I, I don't usually lose. Games. He was like six and a half badges in. He was on his way to the seventh badge. So, <gasps> OMG, Chris was about to finish a game. Quick, exactly. write it on the calendar. Oh, I'm sorry, Chris. You'll survive my game. All right. Thanks, Brendan, for your letter. Next letter is from Lollipop. I think this is actually Ocelot. All right. Hey, dudes. So Best Buy had a 3DS. Oh, Lollipop, because he's been playing candies. Candy box. All right. So Best Buy has a 3DS sale the other day, and I snagged me some Scribble Knots Unlimited. When it finally... Why did you do that? Why did you do that? You get like all that in the iPad version for less money. Ah, when it finally arrives and I get to play a Hence scribble. the sale, so it might not have been less money. No, the iOS version's like five bucks. Maybe it was a really cheap sale. <laughs> when it finally arrives know, and uh, right, free, right. So. Right. when it finally arrives and I get to play Scribblenauts game for the first time ever, will I be a disappointed, b somewhat disappointed, c a little happy? D, very excited, E, ecstatic, or F, in a 24-hour nonstop gaming trance because I won't be able to put it down. I'm going to vote between C and F. Yeah, um, I'm saying C. You, I mean, you're really going to get into it? You're really going to like it? Or you're like, oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> or you'd seems- be like me and buy a bunch of them and never play them. I didn't even have to buy them. WB gave them to me. Yeah, and you still <laughs> didn't play them. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> I wasn't really that interested. I Has just anyone else re- on the cast played Scribblenauts? I've uh, played was, a little bit of it, but I haven't oh, been there. Yeah, I, I played Scribblenauts a while ago. Okay. I was thinking of getting it on PC, and then I didn't. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's like the good version that's on the iPad, too, right? Yeah. Well, it's Scribblenauts Unlimited, and yeah, that yeah, makes a difference. Yeah. All right. On an unrelated... And see, that'd be nice on PC, because you could just type. Oh, I should yeah, really just get it on... Yeah, well, forget all these other versions iOS? I bought. I think yeah. you bought it for like a dollar. Yeah, I got it on iOS for cheap, yes. But uh, you get most of the if all you want is Scribblenauts experience, you get most of it just from playing that. Okay. I don't need all the extra uh, are there even extra levels? I don't are know. Are you that serious about Scribblenauts? Hell no. On then an, just play the iOS version. On, on a related note, Scribblenauts on Mass was announced this week. Any interest? Uh what are they adding? I, I don't know. No, Unmasked is the it's nothing but DC heroes. Oh, really? And you make your own superheroes, and you hang out with Superman, or you solve problems for okay. Batman. Not interested. Racist. I want to play as Batman, not Batman's flunky. Unless it's like Robin I want to play as Lego Batman. Batman. You want to play what? Lego Batman. Well, good. There's two games of that you could play. No, I'm just saying. I mean, instead of Batman, I'm going to be Lego Batman. Oh, all right. Oh, and there's like there's like like I don't know like twenty versions of Batman. And like they probably have Lego Batman. Fifty six <laughs> like Lego Lanterns. Lord of the Rings. So I'm gonna go do that. My I gosh. have that on my PC. I need to play that. All right. I have that on my PC. Wait, how how is going to play that signified by snoring? So I'm not on the podcast anymore. I'm snoring here. But uh, he's faking being asleep so he can play the yes, game. I'm faking being asleep s- so I can oh, play a game. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. 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 I get it. Why don't you just pretend that the call dropped and then just leave and then we'll come back? So I think nobody cares about Scribblenauts Unmasked, right? It's, um, I don't know. We'll see. It's coming to PC. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's the, play, the place to play it. We're about as excited for it as we are for Dragon's Crown? Uh, well, no. If it's fun and it's cheap, I'd pick it up. Okay. <laughs> Dragon's Crown, I'll probably never play this. I have a chance of playing. Okay. Number three. So say you're going to a geek convention and your idea no, of geek... convention we've ever gone to. Huh? Oh, wait. So every convention we have ever gone yes, to. Yes, yes. And your idea of geek cred is to dress up in obscure video game and comic book references. Okay, first of all, that's when you shoot us in the head right then yes, and there. Because that's just too cool for school. So you decide to, A, wear a shirt with the character from... 
All right, we no, got to fill in the blanks here. Um, Star Trek um, from, wait. Obscure, dude. Obscure. Um, my mouse portal shirt, maybe? I don't know. Do you have, do you have something wear... obscure that you'd put on a shirt? Me? Yeah. Um, that I could put on a shirt or that I own? Anything that you would put on a shirt. Oh, I would have the Serenity Starship on my shirt. Okay. What about you, Anna? Um, one of my Harvest Moon shirts that just has like a big cow or a big chicken on it. Oh, I've got I've got Charmander dressed up as Commander Shepard. That's what I would play. That we use. Oh my god, that's awesome! Yes. Are you? Dude, being... I, can can you take pictures? I want to see that. I I um I thought I did. Um. I'll take I must pictures. have missed this. Yes. Take some more. It's it's awesome. He's got a gun. No, and seriously, if that would fit me, you would not own it for long. I would steal it. <laughs> <laughs> Commander Shepard Charmander is pretty awesome. Let's be honest, this though. Awesome. For this list, we'd be wearing whatever free shirt someone gave us from whatever. No, press no, I don't do that anymore. I also own far too many free shirts. I have to buy them now just to feel better. Oh, I found I found the image of it. There you go, Mike. Right there. Oh, thanks, dude. Um, right there. I like it. Um, anyway, so what else? Uh, put on socks that have the logo from... Yeah? Uh, I, if I was oh. to wear a shirt, it would be a silhouette of the most one of the most obscure Gundam uh, like mobile suit variations I could possibly think of. Like, one of those ones from the really obscure side story manga type thing. So nobody... Oh, no. Is that a Turner Gundam shirt? Oh, no, you didn't. <gasps> what? <laughs> okay. Our last and only hope against the Poker Reapers. Dude, that is awesome. That's how to say it. I've been wondering how I was supposed to say it. It's Charmander Shepherd. Nah, I, I have not been able to figure that out. All right. Charmander. Charmander. I just found it at C2E2, but Charmander Shepherd. Perfect. <laughs> this is my favorite shirt on the Citadel. Um, I would put on socks that have a logo from Google because I actually own those. I own those too, but I don't want to wear them. I got them from a GDC. <laughs> They're my Google socks. They're the Is last the socks I wear GDC? when I'm. Yeah. Yes. From yeah. that long ago. Yes. Wow. Okay. So you talk to your Google socks? How yes. far until? <laughs> <laughs> they tell me directions. What, what, what would you put logos on your socks, guys? Uh, Celestial Bing. Celestial Bing? Bing. Scund them again. Okay. All right. All right. So Anna? he's going with one theme. Anna? Yes, of course I've only got one um, damn theme. <laughs> Jesus. King. Please don't pick more Harvest Moon things. I know. Ready, ready have one guy going with one theme. I would have socks with paws from Cthulhu Saves the World. Ah, nice. Angry angry cat socks. <laughs> what about uh, would, Manny? Uh, what would I put? Whatever ThinkGeek has on sale. Okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> and Michael? I think I would just go simple. It's not that obscure, but I just want a Triforce on the outside of each sock. All right. Section number C says, sport some undie bundies that have... A what? I don't know what undie bundies hey, are. I have my Vincent boxer shorts. Mm-hmm. From Catherine? Mm-hmm. Do you actually wear them? Yeah. All right. Uh, undie bundies that have blank... I have some Xbox boxers. Xbox bo- Xboxers. Clearly, cl- clearly the most yeah, insane Xboxers. There we go. Clearly the most insane answer I can give here is Toho Bloomers. Toho Bloomers. All right. Chris has Pac-Man answer. boxers. I do have Pac-Man boxers, but I don't think those are the ones. I would not wear those to a convention because people better not be seeing my underwear at a convention. 
Oh, you wear them over your pants. That's cool. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, that's. Let me tell you, that's the height of chic right now. You, you can wear your Pac-Man shirt and Pac-Man boxers and your Pac-Man socks. Uh-huh. You're just rolling right. it there. Number D. And don a hat that looks just like the one worn by Blank in Blank. Oh, I'm going to cheat and say Junpei because I have his hat. Ah. Oh, that is a good one. I would probably... Oh, what would I do? There's not a lot of people that wear hats. I mean, I, the first one that rolls off is Ash's hat. The original one. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I only wear fedoras. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Fezzes are cool. So are bow ties. Ah! Oh, goodness. Aha! I see what you did there. Uh, you, you can't sneak Doctor Who references past me. It doesn't work. Hey, I set it up. I just wanted you to hit it out of the park. And you both failed. So let's see. Um, a hat that and looks that like this. Yeah. <laughs> let's see. Who had a cool hat in a video game? That was my problem. It's like a lot of people don't wear hats. Yeah, because it obscures. You can the wear character. Joker's hat. No. no, somebody I know somebody had a cool hat, and I, I it's bugging me because I can't remember who. Other than Junpei, the penguins ooh, in ooh, Dragon maybe. Fantasy Book Two. What about Professor Layton's hat? Ooh, that is a pretty funky hat. That's a pretty awesome hat. Mm-hmm. How about I just love... you know? Yeah. I, I wouldn't wear a hat. I would pr- wear pr- uh, Phoenix Wright's hairstyle. Good luck with that. <laughs> hey, it can be done with a lot of hair gel. <laughs> so, would you rather do that or Zach? Zach from what? Zach and Wiki? No, Zach from Crisis Core. Oh. Oh, um, wow. You know, Square Enix hair gel amounts are not actually possible in this world. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it is possible. I'm sure there are Japanese uh, You need, like, poles. I, actually, I've got a good one. To support only, your hair. The, only yeah. might, might be able to appreciate yeah. uh, the uh, Black Mage hat from Final Fantasy XI. Oh! Yes! How could we forget Black Mage hats? Or just Phoebe's hat. They're all the no, same Phoebe's damn hat. Hat. Same no, no, no. hat. Phoebe's hat is this huge yellow thing that folds down. That's what we mean. The the yellow straw one, not the... Oh, I thought you meant like the black no, one no, from no, 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 no. Dynamis. No, no. The original Final you Fantasy. Got, I mean, you gotta go with the original. And the one yeah. that Phoebe wears. But but Vivi's is much longer. The one uh, the AF just that's slightly... because he's tiny. It's a hat that's intended for someone three times the size of him. I'm no, gonna I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna take one for for uh, since I'm the only one who can make this reference. Uh, the one worn by Logan in Dark Souls, um, who's known as Big Hat Logan. You can look up a picture and it'd be really great. But I don't think I'd be able to walk without falling over. <laughs> oh, our Sigmund. Oh, that other dude, the Onion Knight guy in there. It's pretty good. It's a big old Onion Knight. What about Zemo helmet. hat? Who? Zemo hat? Zemo chop? Oh, Red Zemo. Mage hat. That'd be good, too. Yeah, Red Mage hat. With oh, the that's it. Yep, Red Mage hat. That's the way. Yep. Yep. Red Mage Done. wins. Done. Worn by the Red Mage. Finished. <laughs> Next. Thanks, Silktail. Number four. Who's heard of La Mulana? Should I play it? We um, were just talking about that yesterday. Um, this is like the the Metroid Castlevania thing. Uh, I don't as know. As long as you don't say Metroidvania, I won't kill you. Um, La Mulana is the... I don't know who made it. I know that it was going to be published by Tyrone's company and then... Or something like that, and then things got weird. <laughs> I don't know what's going I'm on. I'm not having anything to say with this. Go on, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's... I think it's getting greenlit and stuff, and it's... Whatever. Oh, no, it's been out a while. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it is available, right. Um, yeah, it's on Steam. Um, 
it's a good game. People like it. Um, should you play it? I mean, based on what you've read so far, uh, I don't really know what you like. So. <laughs> I, what kind of game is it? Oh, it's an action uh, adventure. Yeah, it's just a it's a challenging adventure thing. I mean, it's kind of like the the Prinny game. Yeah. Except not quite as brutal as that. You have ninety nine lives, sort of mechanic, is in there or no? No, no, no. I mean, it's just kind of a challenging like. It's I mean, not just walk through it, the park. Do you have to get through it in one playthrough, or can you like, save points and keep going progress, or what? Uh, you're asking more than I know. Oh, okay. But I, I, I mean, when we were watching people play it at PAX, it was definitely a challenging thing. Yes. It wasn't like... It is um, a, it's an artistic <clears throat> indie platformer. That, that kind of, you know, those yeah, are that, always that, challenging, right? Because <laughs> right. they always feel... I've noticed this trend. Indie games are like, we feel the gaming industry is just too nice to people. So let's <laughs> fix that. <laughs> let's fix it by making this game brutally hard. Yes. Done. Next. <laughs> or soul-crushingly depressive, like well, Heart you know, Story. <laughs> All right. That's just stuff in right. general. Yeah. So the other day, Chris got me to play this stupid online game, Candy Box, and now I can't stop playing the darn thing. I don't know why. I just can't. Has he gotten any of you into this drug of a game? I have no what what candy box. What? Yeah, I, I have no idea what this is. Oh, I'll show you. Candy box. Bunk. 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 It's Bunk. uh, it's an indie online browsery typey game. We're infecting us all. I see. I uh, I finished it. Anna finished what? it. What? Yeah, I finished it. I have no can. I have a candy. I yes. have two candies. Yes. I have, what the heck? <laughs> How do you finish this game? I have a lot of candies. I should eat them. So it is a game I, that changes as you continue to play it, obviously. So far, I've just eaten candies. Well, 15 candies. Damn, I'm hungry. <laughs> 19 candies. You'll be what playing the, for a while. <laughs> Maybe one of the first things it teaches you is you don't always have to click the buttons that are available to you. I must click the buttons! <laughs> That's why they're there. I have to click them all the time. <laughs> is it going to do something other than eat candy? Um. Yeah. Can I save? What does that do? You can save. You saved successfully under the name Quipse. Yeah, you, you need to bookmark that. You can load your save later here. Why? Mm-hmm. I never close my browsers. Um, hey, save to automatically eat the candies. That was cheating. Okay. Oh, no. Well, uh, those ten, <laughs> All right. Anyway, we're candy. not going to play Candy Box right now, but the answer is now yes. Why <laughs> am I doing this? What's the point of this? Thank you, Saba. Um... The point is revealed as you play. So let's see. Um, I have a lot of candies. You have a lot of candies. No, I have a lot of candies. My candy count has the letter E in it, so I have a lot of candies. You have an E? (laughs) Yes, like E for exponent. Why do you have so many candies and not sharing? (laughs) Because I can't share them with you. You get your own damn candies. I have to wait X seconds for that, apparently. Uh So let's see. Um... Oh, we have a we have a shoot. I'm so sorry, guys. We have a voicemail. Really? But you didn't read the box one, did you? Or is that what you read? This is the box. Okay. Um, I forgot to prep it. So. Good job. So please talk while Chris shows his ineptitude at hooking up audio. Oh, the rest of you to talk. (sighs) So what's up with you guys? Uh, I'm clicking this button. And I'm throwing candy on the ground. That's cool, man. I know. Oh, my God, what happened? I got a Did lollipop. You... So, guys, so, guys, the world's going to change after Tuesday. I'm going to buy a lollipop. Why? Is that when Star Trek ends? I have a lollipop now. 
Do I get no, evil? next Tuesday, man. The world will ne we'll live in a different world after next Tuesday. Why? Don't you know what's happening next Tuesday? Um, I'm going to Portland. What is That's happening next great. Tuesday? Hello. Hello. Hi. We don't know what's happening on Tuesday. Tuesday the 21st. Mm -hmm. I didn't eat oh. the lollipop. I'll let it come to you guys. I'll let it walk. What's happening on Tuesday? May the 24th be with you. Happy Star Wars Day. May the 21st, rather. No? Okay. Uh, that was really I'll let you guys figure this out on your own. I'm sure everyone is yelling at the podcast. The Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing is out on May the 22nd. Oh! Oh, that stupid Xbox thing is next Tuesday, isn't it? I was what? talking about the release of Daft Punk, but oh. yeah, it's the Xbox <laughs> thing is coming out, too. What's an Xbox thing? The Xbox rev reveal event where they talk about the new console. Wait, do we still care? <laughs> I lost track. Okay. Yes, but um, I've got the voicemail ready. Let's let's play it now. I want to save first. Click, click. Hello, RP gamer. It's Michael. Firstly, I want to give you guys, or Chris and Anna, personal congratulations on getting married. And for a question of the week or month, seeing as there's going to be a drought, I'm probably going to be sitting in a corner and crying the entire month of June or whenever, till whenever the next RPG cast comes out. I'm going to suffer depression, withdrawal <laughs> symptoms, vomiting. Ugh. Wow. It's not a fun ride to come down. Don't take uh, his candy medication. Anyway, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Aw, thank you, Michael. Um, I think. <laughs> why? Why are you gone the whole month? Um, because we're on honeymoon. You're gonna do it for a whole month? Yeah. Man, you're gonna get tired. I know. It's gonna be great. All right. Um. <laughs> well, I guess just to make up. A lot of catching up to do. So let's uh, let's get up with let's get on with uh, the news. Um. <laughs> get it on. Yo, <laughs> shut bow, up! Bow, bow. Uh, go play your candy box, dude. <laughs> I've eaten a hundred. I'm full. Stop eating and save. They're delicious. <laughs> Buy and some I've got lollies. Two I don't even know what a lychee is, but I have one. Save up. Save a lychee. I am a lychee flavor lollipop. Mm, that's weird. I know. Click this on his has... hat. Click on his it's hat. A... You can't. It's text. No, you can actually. Click on his hat. Hey, you Click touched on his my hat. hat. Keep doing it. Hat, hat, hat. Just click on the hat. I gotta Can I take his vest? No. Okay, just the hat. <laughs> just the hat. Stop that. You are tickling me. Jules. How do I tickle you with a hat? I know. Ah, I'm so ticklish. Listen. Oh. Yeah. I can get a sword now. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. He'll give me 100 candies. Did he give me 100 candies? Yeah, oh, and he then did. I a okay, so now I have a sword. Candy box inventory quest? Ooh, interesting. All right, let's start the news, everybody. Uh, let's see. I'm in the pink. Yes. First, first what thing. What is pink? I don't know what that means. Uh, first story this week is it. about CD Project Red. So John might care about this. Oh, you wrote the story. Yeah. Am I still? Yeah, I wrote it? the story. Yeah. So the. So let him do it. Oh yeah. What came out? Um. Well, okay. So CD Project Red have. I I don't know if they actually like pre-announced uh this release, but um like I I can't remember if they actually like included it as a one of those selling points that a number of other companies do. But they did release some mod tools for The Witcher Two. <clears throat> That's basically it. 
More okay. tools. Make yeah, your own Witcher stories. Yay! Or Witcher I went into town and sexed all the ladies. I already made that joke. With the sword. I already made that joke. Damn okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. We I'm sorry, guys. I can no longer tell any more jokes. Chris owns the phys- the rights to jokes. Chris, I do. Quinn. Wait, why do I own them? No, you he don't. Stole the you stole it You're a greedy man. Mm. Yes, you are. Why am I so greedy? Ooh, the I'm lollipop farm. I'm going to plant a lollipop. Yes, good for you. See, so <laughs> but, uh, the mod tools are a free download. So if you have a Witcher, if you have the Witcher, too, I've got a Witcher in my back pocket. <laughs> If you, if you have the witch, if you have the Witcher two, you can just download them and piss around with them. You can write your steamy romance novels or whatever, but you might need to read a few tutorials first because the, uh, if I remember correctly, the engine underpinning the Witcher two is really quite complicated. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure the tools will certainly help simplify matters. Um, with regards to things like terrain generation, I mean that's what the uh, the uh, trailer showed. Yeah, some sort of quick footage of some epic landscapes being constructed or whatever. But you know, it, it's a it, it's a difficult process. Take it from me. All right, I'll take it from you. <laughs> Moving on, we have some info about Tides of Destiny. All right, Anna, I'm going to let you talk about this because this is you've been dealing with this all week. What? <laughs> Tides no, of Destiny. Just, um, it originally came out in 2011, and now it's out on the PSN in North America. Yeah, and um, people are confused about this, right? (laughs) Yeah, um, there was a couple people on the Natsume Facebook who got angry because there was going to be no physical version of this game. They didn't realize that it already came out two years ago. (laughs) Yes, so I told them both to hop in a time machine. (laughs) Got a lot of likes on that post. Yes, I did. (laughs) So, Rune Factory, Tides of Destiny. This is the one that didn't review so well at RP Gamer, right? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of one of those games that it's like, it's got some flaws, Mm -hmm. and either those flaws are going to irritate the living crap out of you, and you're going to think it's like a two out of five, or they're not going to bother you, and you're going to think it's a three and a half out of five. Okay. But still not a great game. I mean, yeah, it's it's sort of a middle-of-the-road game. Either things are going to annoy you, and you're going to think it's slightly better than average, or they're going to annoy you, and you think it's going to be less than average. Okay. Um, so let's talk about Pokemon in France. But seriously, wow. if the, if someone if if I keep getting asked what the pre-order bonus is for Rune Factory Four, I'm going to kill somebody. Hey Anna, what are the pre-order bonuses for Rune Factory Four? I don't know. We're not publishing it. Hey Anna, I'm gonna get my review code. Anna. <sighs> Anna, when I've we already get a had an editor contact us for a Rune Factory Four code. That was just embarrassing, and I really want to out them because it's not Don't a small outlet, but that. I'm not going to. You have to tell me in private so I can laugh. Uh, I don't laugh. know if I will. Right, please. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll think about it. <laughs> That's why Anna, laugh. What's the pre-order bonus for Rune Factory 4? <laughs> I just know that Chris is the only one she can kill, so I'm good with that. Mm. <clears throat> you are going to be here in 10 days. That's true. Oh, shoot. Yeah. But you'll forget then. You'll be so enthralled with your wedding crap, you'll forget all about the fact that I'm a jerk. I'm going to take away your Canadian candy. No! Okay, I'll be good. <laughs> okay. We done? 
<laughs> All right. I have so, to wait 106 somethings before I can quest. Yeah, I want to know more about uh, this uh, this Pokemon in France. What's going on, Anna? You're a French expert. Tell us about it. Tell us about it. What? No. Yeah. yeah. All we know is that the Pokemon is going to be set in a region that is similar to France, and there's going to be Pokemon that you can ride on. What kind of Pokemon? Well, you know, we're used to the French just laying over, so it's okay. It's like a weird. I remember, bushy it's like a yeah, it's a bushy-looking four-legged thing that you hop on and do 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 way. Yeah, it's a Ford Taurus. Um, well, the implication <laughs> is that certain and certain you can ride certain, you know. His name is Go Goat. <laughs> also, another thing is they're giving you there's some small there are some small customization options. Like you can choose a skin tone, like very limited, like from three and like three different hairstyles. So your trainer will actually look somewhat unique compared to previous ones this time around. Isn't that, I mean, what about the one where you had the whole, you're going to go into this uh, joint chatty thing, so you need to pick a personality. That made oh, I mean, something. this is for the main your main character, though. Well, yeah, they, it was funny because everyone saw that but you. What? When you did that chat thing, like when you could go into, uh, what was it called? The union room. Oh. And you would have this personality, and you would never see it unless you're in the union room, but right. everybody had this different thing. Yeah. So they're just trying to – very limited, but they're expanding that over. Uh, Panda Pokemon, what else is big that you guys are doing? Panda Pokemon, that's scary. Pandokemon. Uh, Actually, that's already hmm. a thing. That's the name for WoW's Pokemon stuff. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I think – are that the big points? It's taking yeah, place I think in, that's the big points. It's 3D. looks cool. It's 3D. Pokemon. That's what we've been waiting for. <laughs> 3D Pokemon, because we didn't already have that with something else. Oh, but yeah. those were so bad. I hope they learned those lessons from those GameCube games and then 64 ones. Yay, epic quest time. And it's not trees. You know the biggest problem with the 3D Pokemons was in the GameCube is that just the animations were so slow. And there was such a gap between loading up each animation that each battle was stretched out like an additional 5 to 10 minutes. It just felt no. grueling. Like no. The worst part was the uh, the announcer. Oh, but yeah, but combine that with really slow anime. I'm talking about the one we get to like suck out the energy from the dark Pokemon. You know, we actually put in a story. That thing was unbearable. <laughs> Pokemon I thought just the tidal wave was. It XD. was like loading up the tidal wave, and it would kind of come up at yeah, over. XD. It would be so bad because you know with uh, 2D animations, it, uh, Pokemon's not exactly a quick game anyway. But then just slow that down for three animations. We have to see the Pokemon go. Oh, he's been buffeted by the storm, and he, you'd see like the little wind. He go oh, and sway back and forth, and then it would load up the next animation. Oh, he's uh, it's just terrible. Just lots of uhs over and over again until I went and finally went, oh, I'm turning this off. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Uh, we have more stories. Are yeah. you real? Yes. I died again. Damn it. Be a Samurai in Shin Megami Tensei 4. All right. So they've got a new trailer out for 4. Uh, talks about being the samurai and, and what the, some of the voice acting is included in there. It shows some battles, uh, making you like want the game, Manny. So yeah, it's great. So you're apparently so apparently you're a samurai and you sleep in a mansion all day and train and then you oppress the peasants. Yay, samurai! Yay, peasants! That's that's always the best. 
No. <laughs> uh, apparently, you're, you're from a clan of warriors who call themselves samurai and some ancient, like, wannabe Japan. Oh, this is this weird sidestep of Japan called Mikado or something. Mm hmm. Like ancient feudal Japan, and it's a weird mix of technology, and you're one of these samurai warriors, which is weird though, because it's not quite like it's like a different take on samurai. It's not quite like the literal samurai of the past. It's sort of like just the cool name we give to these warrior people who go out and kill monsters. But you know what? If you like SM, if you like Mega Ten, this is more of that. Except you, uh, there's some cool little tweaks, like your armor actually shows up on your character as you get different stuff. As a matter of fact, if you pre-order from like Amazon, you actually get a cardboard samurai outfit Ooh. made out of Amazon boxes. Oh, nice. <laughs> so You yeah, don't get a cardboard I, tube, though, do you? I don't know. I just remember just seeing the cardboard boxes, like a little smile in the corner, shop Amazon, and just made out of that. <laughs> Nice. To be to be fair though, I mean, if if this hasn't convinced you to get Mega Ten already, I don't know what. I mean, this new SMT four, I don't know what will. I mean, it's it's the next one. If you're a it's fan the of the series, one. you're gonna get it right. All right. I I really want to wait and hear a review. Just oh come on, it's, it's, at at the worst, it's gonna be it's gonna be in a good to okay. Like, I really Mega didn't 10. like the aesthetic of the last game, and it didn't look very interesting from videos. Which one? Uh, Strange, Strange Journey? Yeah, the one to the South Pole or whatever. Oh, that was a very much a different kind of... I but think that, that was... Journey was an awful That was game. three, wasn't it? No. No? No, no SMT3 is not side. Oh. Oh. I thought this... I thought Strange Journey was like the mainline games. It wasn't? No. Oh. No. It was sort of like the mainline games. And it that, was uh, closer than Persona, but it wasn't... That wasn't uh, three. Okay. It was sort of... A, it was mainline in the fact that it was like first-person dungeons. So this is... Like, if you like Nocturne, you'll like this, hopefully. Very, Maybe. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. see. Okay, now I'm a little bit more interested. Of course, Anna hated Nocturne, so I don't know why she's got this pre-ordered. Uh, <laughs> well, it's different, though. I mean, all the I stuff they did in Nocturne, to. I'm sure they've lightened up on now for, like, modern audiences. Okay. Well, we'll see. Like, have um, you noticed that, perma- like, insta-death magitechs have, it, like, decreased in the recent Persona games? I mean, yeah. uh, Megazine games? Because they're not fun. I think anyway. it was the first time I played it because it blew my mind at the time. I, right. I'm going through this thing I haven't saved in a while, and then I walk up to this enemy that I just took lightly, like, oh, another demon battle, who cares? And then Mudo, I'm like, what? What just <laughs> happened? It blew my mind at the time because I've been playing like little, you know, RPGs that hold your hand so much. Yeah. To the point where it's like, just like, you uh, only stupid, care stupid about mega, stupid, med, stupid Mega Ten deaths. Good times. But yeah. then you learn quickly how to adapt to it, like really fast. You learn, okay, I, this is what I need to do so this never becomes a problem again. But then you learn to balance your abilities and your, just keep – just stay on your toes. Save a, I, I thought it was great at the time. I, I still think it's great. I think it's one of those things that the game needs to have because, one, like you said, I'm tired of games just holding my hand and doing everything and I just have to sit there and press X. You know, It's nice to – if you don't play and you're not paying attention, you can just die. And if you don't know if that, you know, I mean, that was one of the things. The first thing you learned was if I don't know what this monster does, I better kill it first. It was a lot of little things that actually made you care about the random battles that happened. So exactly. Frequently. It's it's not just mindless grinding then because you got to pay attention. You got to make sure you do that. You got to have protection against certain things. You've got to switch out characters that are better against things. You know, it made it matter. But if it's like protected now, it's like, eh, who cares? And it was very rare that you would start a battle and instantly you would get like Hamad or Mudo yeah, the second exactly. you walked in there. 
It usually took them a couple of rounds. I mean, I don't know if it's the case for other Mega Ten games, but I know in both Persona 3 and 4, it is possible, you, because of, the, of how uh, like complex the Persona Fusion stuff is, it is possible to make some very uh, breaky Personas. Hey, but that's but good on you, though. I mean, you actually took the time to get these personas or these demons, find out what the best fusions are. Maybe go like in Nocturne City, for example. Nocturne, go during like the full moon, so you get even more ability or the special ones. But that's on you. You did all that extra work. So if you break the game a little bit, hey, you earned it. Because there is that one in uh, there is that one in four where it's possible to get a persona with victory cry. I think as early as June. Which uh, is an ability, which is an ability that refills all of your HP and all of your SP after a battle, which makes it possible to basically grind forever. You know, it's great. Like for example, in Nocturne, like uh, Dante seemed like a game-breaking character, except for the fact that you had to go through that extra bonus dungeon, the Kelpas, like very, fairly far deep into it before you would even get him. And as you know, it was basically every minute you were in there and you weren't dead was like a gift because it was just. The most punishing, brutal dungeon. What game was that? Nocturne. Oh, okay. With the Maniacs version, they added this whole new sub, uh, this whole new sub dungeon. It's called the Kalpas, and okay. they just go deep, and they lead to like another boss battle, ultimate boss battle, and another ending. But the fact that you could even get that deep to get to Dante means you earned them. So go have what? fun. Break All the right. game. All right, let's move on. Um, Diablo three had some what issues. About it? So oh. they, their patch 108 came out last week, and then people found ways to duplicate a bunch of gold. So Blizzard's cleaned it all up, and they've decided, you know... It, no, somehow, they haven't cleaned it all up. It's well, about 85%. Well, whatever. They cleaned most of it up. They've got a plan for cleaning up the rest. And they've... Uh, the, the dupe or somehow involved the Real Money Auction House. So they've decided to take the proceeds from the auctions that were being done by people doing dupes um, and donate them to charity. Uh, Children Miracle Network, which is the same charity that we uh, do Extra Life for. So good, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I thought that was neat. Uh, just figured I'd point that out. And let's see. It's My favorite part about all this is the people that are angry about this. Why are they I angry? can't believe you're taking money away from these people. It's your responsibility to keep your game safe. Um, I don't think that's exactly what's happening, but okay. Sick kids. F you. I want my free items. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that <is> that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Let's see. Um, oh, next story is about Magic the Gathering. Hey, you know how they may put out one of these duels of the Planeswalker games every year? Yep. Mm-hmm. Sure. They're I putting guess. out one for next year as well. Or, yep. which, which means it comes out this year because that's how it works. But yeah, so yep. 2014 has yeah, been announced, and it's the best way for new players to jump into the series, says the brand manager. And that, they say that every single year. I, they do. They and, do say that okay, every single so year. So here's a new feature. This time it's got a sealed play. So you build your own deck for the first time by unwrapping virtual booster packs and selecting a 40 card deck from an 84 card pool, and um, it has a deck auto build option as well. And yeah, so it's got sealed sealed decks, which is kind of a big thing in Magic. So that's kind of cool to see that in there. Um, yeah, so that's actually pretty cool. So the the jewel, I've I found that even though I I play the actual card game occasionally, I I know I've mentioned on the cast before that um, I think Jewels of the Planeswalker is pretty pretty well put together if, as a kind of like sort of simplest simplistic representation of the actual card game. I mean, if you actually want to play the card game like online, they already have that in place. It's called Magic Online. Yeah, but, but it sucks. Well, 
Yes. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, Hex. Hex. Wasn't that the guy? Wasn't that the one subject of a recent Penny Arcade comic? That's what I remember that one I, for. I'm not sure. The thing that know. the thing that I think is really cool about it is because it's never been a physical card game, but it's made by Crypto. Um, what is Hex? There you go. Cryptozoic. Yeah, yeah. So it's made by people that make like the WoW card game and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, because these cards have never had uh, like a physical series, some of these cards are actually three sided. Um, cool. But yeah, the, uh, <coughs> uh, the the Penny Arcade comic is in 2005. We called Corey Jones Satan the Devil for masterminding the World of Warcraft TCG. Today, in 2013, he kickstarted the MMO CCG Hex, a game where cards have gem sockets, allowing you to socket gems in your cards. This man is a menace and must be stopped. Wait, how do you socket gems in a card? Magic. An- huh? Magic. Magic? The Gathering? Yeah, sure. Okay. Magic well, it, the it, Gathering. It's I, a, I haven't uh, heard of this. This is a Kickstarter. It's not a physical CCG, so you can do anything with well, the cards. But, wait, so wait, wait, I already have one of... I already have one of those from Cryptozoic Sister Company. You know, Blizzard. <laughs> World of Warcraft. Remember that? What, Hearthstone? Yeah. I don't need another card trading game from these people. Hmm. Well, it's a Kickstarter game, so he's presumably doing this sort of... Right, so what do I have to... Uh, I'm going to check out the tiers here. Uh, da, 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 Kickstarter! So for 10 bucks, you get a beta invite... For twenty bucks, you get two starter decks, which is a twenty dollar value. Ten booster packs with twenty dollar value. Okay, blah 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 blah. Wow, they really kicked this up. Um, all right, and my favorite part. Let's look at the top tier thing. For ten thousand dollars, you get everything from all the other tiers. Um, blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> Every non-exclusive card in the game and all equipment for life. So basically, you get to cheat. Uh, I don't know. Producer exclusive deck customizable sleeves. Name in the credits as an executive producer. You get a vanity card. Work with Cryptozoic's art staff to get your own likeness on a card. Design your own sleeves. Work with the art department. Design your own unique desk. Deck customizable sleeves. Why do you need sleeves for a digital card game? I don't know. Choose the theme of an upcoming dungeon adventure. Work with Cryptozoic writing department to concept a hex dungeon. Design a card. Come to Cryptozoic and work with our game designers to create your own card. And then work with an art staff to decide how it looks. That's actually um, not as good as other $10,000 tiers that I've seen before, but okay. Somehow, um, two people have already done that. $10,000. $10,000. All right, so you're into Hex. I'm liking the... You know, I like these digital trading card games. I want to play more of them, and now that there's a way to do sealed decks, I'm super excited because I think right now, for me, where I'm at, since I can't really do the long-term play, the sealed deck play is kind of like what I'm most interested in. So I want to see more things do that. No one else cares. Okay, I've, I've bored you all. all right. I was just thinking about Kickstarter. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking about kicks. Do you guys know that game Jagged Alliance? No. Jagged Alliance. Yep. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah, it seems like their Kickstarter for the new Jagged Alliance flashback isn't doing very well. No, it's gonna fail. Yeah, they're a hundred over like over a hundred thousand dollars away and they have five days to do it. 
Mm. And it seemed like it's weird though because if it's one of those games where you hear people talk about, oh man, I wish they'd make a new Jagged Alliance in the same vein that they would mention after like Wasteland and a new blah blah blah. But I guess when push came to shove, after people got their new Wasteland, their new uh, Baldur's Gate style game, their new uh, Planescape Torment, and adventure games, and you name it, when it finally came time for Jagged Alliance a year later, it was like, ah, we already spent our money. No thanks. I I didn't hear that whole thing because I was donating to this Kickstarter. Um, Which one? Hex. Oh, okay, cool. No, I'm, ten thousand dollars. Um, how about ten dollars? That's close. Let's start with ten dollars. <laughs> it's just a few orders of magnitude. So, what is Jagged Alliance? This looks terrible. <laughs> I'm uh, yeah. I got the site up. It looks awful. What is this? Is this a why does it thing? look awful? I don't know because it's got a dude with like bad oh. sunglasses and a beard. And he's like, order now on Steam. It looks like some crappy no, thing. No, that's the original one for like 98 or something. Oh, it is? Yeah, Jagged Alliance Flashback is the this one is... they're trying to kickstart. Oh, this says Jagged Alliance back in actions. What kind of game is this? It's, uh, think like the new one they're trying to do is like an XCOM style game. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh, so, Anna, you know it's not going to make it? You think so? Um, what's that trend? What's that kickstart trending site? Oh, I, I wish it. I knew. Kick Tracker? Kick Filator. Oh. Is it Kick Tracker or something? Um, Nobody knows. Yeah, I think it's Kick Track. Oh, because it's me... like Kickback. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Kick Track. And you just put the URL in there. I get Hang it. on. Let me toss it in here. Jagged Alliance, Kickstarter. You know, it's funny, too. I read an interview with them on Rock, Paper, Shotgun. And the funny thing is uh, they lowered their asking price. To a lot. 350 before the before the Kickstarter started. Because yeah, they, said, they were originally going to put it up for 800,000. Or like a million, yeah, because that the game they wanted to make with the scope. And they said, you know what? I'd rather make – we'd rather make a tiny Dragon Alliance flashback with almost – like with just a, a small, tiny experience of at least the core items and then maybe yeah. expand if we can than so, not make one at all. And they yeah. can't even make the crappy version of their dream. Their trending is going to sit them at 81% of their goal. And they're at 68% of their goal right That's now. So Honestly, though, I've seen what they've done before, and there was, like, disappointing iOS games. So uh, why would you trust them with $350,000? Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. is It's like uh, – which company is it behind this again? Exactly. <laughs> no, I know who it is. Full Control? Um, no. Uh, is it? I think so. Yeah, yeah, full control. Okay. They had a different name previously. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's they've made a bunch of games, but it's kind of one of those things what? where it's like they're they're either really hit or really missed. I don't know why we're talking about Jagged Alliance when we were talking about Magic the Gathering. Oh, I don't I'm sorry. understand how we got there. <laughs> yeah, because we're jumping between Kickstarters. <laughs> yes, all right. <laughs> Guild hey, Wars... there's a Robotech RPG Tactics Kickstarter? <clears throat> oh, Really? Can we move on, please? Okay, I'll look at that later. Um, (laughs) In the meantime, Guild Wars 2... See, I love Kickstarter because it's like you get to put your money on all the things you wish existed, and then they come out less perfect than you wanted, but still, it's kind of cool. All right, Guild Wars 2... No, I'll go... Guild Wars 2 Expansion Pack, it, you get to buy your dreams, Manny. That's what's cool about Kickstarter. Guild Wars 2 Expansion Pack is being prepared. Uh, So there's an expansion pack. Huh? Go for it. All right. It's uh, that's all they said. They're making an expansion. That's all. So if you're still in I, that game, uh, they mean expansion. I thought I, I thought they then subsequently then denied that they were making an expansion. No, this is the other way around. Um, 
The news filed repeated statements to the contrary from developer ArenaNet. The studio said as recently as March that it was not developing an expansion. And uh, their earning report says that they are ex- developing an expansion because that just came out. So there you go. <laughs> They've turned around and now they're making an expansion. Uh, yeah. Because they saw a decrease in sales. Uh, let's see. What else do they have? Um, Korea is making most of their, buying most of their stuff, which is not surprising. Uh yeah. So Guild Wars only accounted for 21% of all of uh, NCSoft sales in the first quarter of 2013. Ion 16%, Lineage 28%, because people keep buying Lineage stuff. Okay. Tales of Symphonia, who cares about that? I do. Next story. All right. It, oh. The producers has hinted something. He said... Oh, um, I heard about this. He hinted that there may be an HD redo of Tales, Tales of, of Symphonia. Symphonia. Now, that's a game that has a sequel, right? Yes, it does. I wonder if they do the the that originals. As well. The original was on GameCube and was subsequently remade for the PS2, and mm-hmm. then the sequel was on the Wii. Which well, one? you say a hint. Was it actually like we're probably going to get around to that eventually, or was it? Because I remember that that story that broke recently that they're going to make a, a Kickstarter should move four. You guys remember that? Yeah, I uh, know. No, I, I think don't... we talked about it here. You what asked did me. We talk hey, about? What did we ask? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm sitting here reading for details while you asked a question. I'm sorry. So basically, um, they they even gave it a title. This was a, a like a big fan event, um, Madrid Expo manga, and he was up on stage doing an interview, or with a with a really big Spanish. No, he website. was just doing an interview with the Spanish. Okay. Website. So so yeah, they they call Baba calls it. Um, Tales of Symphonia Perfect Edition, which would be um, the uh, a pack-in of both an HD version of Tale of Symphonia and Tales of Symphonia Dawn of the New World. Hmm. Also upgraded with re-release graphics. See, now that's more than just a hint. Right. And so, but here's the thing is, is like, he gave no release information. He gave nothing else other than the, the name and what it would include. And that fans have been wanting it, you know. Yes. Hey, that's great. So they're that's thinking better about than... it is what it means. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like he's put some serious contemplation into it. And, I mean, enough to give it a name. And we might hear about it at TGS. Cool. Right, yeah, awesome. it, it sounds like the kind of thing we probably would hear about at TGS. And it does sound like the kind of thing that, you know, they have clearly put some thought into it sort of thing. Good, good, good. Speaking of Sometimes putting... I get skeptical with these stories because oftentimes it's like a case of that Chen Four thing where a guy asks him in an interview, if you were going to bring it back, how would you do it? It's like, I don't know. I guess people are – Kickstarter is popular now, but I have to get the right – say, uh, blah, but, you know, it's just talking. It's like, oh, did you hear that guy? Chen Four is coming. Uh-huh. Yeah. So – Speaking of putting thought into things, we have a company that never seems to do that. Square Enix is talking about its competitive console market causing pro- all of its multi-million len losses. It's not incompetence on the Japanese arm? No, not at all. It's a, it's a comp- In response to the latest environmental changes in the game industry, um, said the, their statement, the group has implemented various strategic initiatives such as a change in its development policy, organizational reforms, and redesign of some business models. As a result of such initiatives, the group posts the extraordinary losses. So, I don't know what any of that means, but the point is that if you read it, apparently they blame it on the, the market. Yeah. And not, uh, you know, 
not on running their business in such a way that 3.4 million copies being sold of Tomb Raider would be sufficient to sustain them, you know. But, you know, whatever. Also, they, they seem to be, from their financial slides, really looking at mobile games for next year. Like, hardcore. So, expect more Square Enix mobile games. Probably priced really high. Yay. Okay. Puzzle and Dragons. You know, this is the this is the match three ga- slidey game. It's m- more complicated than a normal match three where you collect and level up creatures, and it's really fun, and Anna and I play it. Uh, yeah, they brought in $199 million through that game in April alone. So that's uh, being run by Gung Ho Online Entertainment. Uh, <laughs> actually, it says $113 million in April. So where do we get to $199? Oh, overall sales. Oh. Uh, sweet. Sounds yeah. good. Let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. Actually, it doesn't really make much sense because they say both 113 million in April and 199 million in April. But well, I'll take 113. You can take the rest. Uh, <laughs> either way, it's crazy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> year on year increase of 1,142 percent, which is pretty good for a company. Um. And they are worth more than like Zynga, Gree, and DNA combined, which are the other big social network games. Yeah, Puzzle and Dragons is really popular. And just so in case you forgot, they're going to be bringing the 3DS version of Puzzles and Dragons Z out to the U.S. Apparently, so yay! Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, it'll be uh, downloadable. But downloadable. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, shut up. <laughs> it's a fun game. Damn it. Have you played it? Yes, I play Puzzles and Dragons. Where? On my phone. Yeah, I play it almost every day. You can probably get it on your phone. I will check my phone right now. Except I'm not going to... No, he can't. It's an iOS exclusive. Still? Yeah. What are and they it'll be on for? 3DS. It's in the Google Play Store. What are you talking about? Is it? I thought... Yes. Oh, right. Because they actually... We gave, we got a bunch of magical stones for that. Oh, shush. It's in... Yeah, it's on Android. Michael, go get it. Puzzle and Dragons. It's free. This is why we don't listen to And Anna. maybe read a little guide so you learn how to build your teams. But I guess you should play a little first, because uh, that first I like playing games. that first um, that first free pull you get is a big deal, and you might end up wanting to restart your game a few times to get the, to get it right. But you won't understand that till you play it a little. So forget it. Anyway, um, Puzzle and Dragons, uh, Precursor Games. Oh, this is great. Does everybody remember Dennis Dyack? No. Yes. <laughs> one console future Dennis Dyack. Yes, it's awesome. Um, so he's going to um, try and make a sequel to Eternal Darkness. Um, so appara- We've discussed this on the podcast. Oh, we did? Okay, so there's a Kickstarter for it. And no, there is not a Kickstarter yes, for it. Yes, there is. Are- <coughs> there is a Kickstarter for it. I thought they were only doing funding through their own website. There is a Kickstarter for it. Which looks like it. a fake Kickstarter. Yeah. The Kickstarter is running right now. I'm, I've got it up on my computer. They want 1350000 They have 31 days to go. They're at 73000 right now. Um, hey, let's put this in kick track. Yeah. Can you send me the link? Uh, it's too early. Oh, it's, it's 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 seriously too early for kick track to be relevant. Um, but yeah, it is. Uh, just search for Shadow of the Eternals. That's the name of the game. This is the they bought the assets from. Um, what was the last name of the company? The one that lost all its money to eat to Epic Games or whatever. Um, Crytek. No. No, I mean, they bought their Dennis, assets from Crytek, right? No, they bought it from the Dennis Dyack company. Silicon Knights? Yeah. 
Yeah, so, so I, that's how they got the assets out of the company, I guess. So this company, Precursor Games, bought the assets from Silicon Knights. Now nobody's like at Silicon Knights anymore. And Diex over here with a bunch of other people from Silicon Knights. And now they want to make a spiritual sequel to Eternal Darkness. Uh, or I guess an actual sequel. Yeah, or yeah, it's spiritual successor. So spiritual sequel with all the psychotic horror elements and stuff. And it looks pretty and who knows. And they got a Kickstarter and they want a lot of money for it. Are you going to do it? You guys been waiting for? I'm pretty a... sure it's not a Kickstarter though. I mean, that was the big controversy it's, I heard over uh, and over. I have it on my page. Yeah, but Shadow of the Eterners. Yeah, by it's on Games. Kickstarter now. But I'm pretty sure when they first started taking funding for this, it was just on their own page. Yeah, and, and it looked like a fake Kickstarter. Well, and they had basically a thing set up that it's like giving us your money doesn't necessarily mean we're going to make a game, and there's yeah. no refunds. So yeah, they have put it on their We talked about this then. on the podcast. Yeah, PayPal crowdfunding is what they were doing before. That's totally normal. A okay. lot of people do that. A lot no, of people, but the, problem, the controversy was that they made their fake page look like a Kickstarter page. Ah, okay. Well, I mean, isn't that the way to do it? No, it's not. That's sleazy. Uh, but, I mean, how is she going to lay it out? You got what you're doing, what your stretch goals are, what your No, I mean, literally, it rewards. looked like a Kickstarter page. Oh, okay. Well, then that's pretty bad. But now that they actually put it on Kickstarter, that's where I didn't get I didn't hear that part yeah, of the story. It is on there now, on their website. It's on, on the Kickstarter website and blah, blah, blah. So it Why would hit. you give your money to this man? I don't know. Maybe you liked Eternal Darkness. Because they did such a great job, like, not bankrupting their company and releasing things on time and making good decisions. Uh, Hey, let's sue Epic because every other company is doing that. That's probably not a good idea. Yeah, don't do that. Don't sue Epic. All right. (laughs) So there's uh, Shadows of the Eternal. All right, so nobody cares. It's on Kickstarter now. Why why did we even talk about this? It's not even an RPG. We cover Eternal Darkness, don't we? Eternal Darkness is a survival horror game. Yeah, but I thought we cover it. That's why I put it on here because I thought we. Is it a legacy? It. Like what? No, I don't, I don't think we do actually. Oh, okay. Well, forget it then. I thought we covered it because people. I I didn't hear about the game except through RP Gamer staff. So never mind. Oh, by cover you mean just talk about it in the chat? Apparently, that's what I meant. I didn't realize that. <laughs> Final Fantasy Thirteen Two, Ultimate Hits and DLC bundles coming out in Japan. Um, I'm bringing this up because there's a chance it'll come out here, but who knows? The DLC bundle is going to retail for 5,040 yen, which is about (laughs) $49.53. Yeah, that ain't coming to the U.S. (laughs) A $50 DLC bundle. Includes Lightning, Requiem of the Goddess, Saz, Head Retails, and uh, Snow, Perpetual Battlefield. All the weapons and DLC enemies. Um, There will also be an Ultimate Hits version 13.2, which includes... Oh, no, I guess it doesn't. It doesn't include the DLC. Oh, what this is what makes it ultimate tweet. hits? I don't even know. The ultimate hits is just a line that's um, that's uh, oh, either, oh, either Sony it's or Square greatest, Enix. Have, all right, it's greatest it's hits their, stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's their version of greatest. It's hits. It's a cheap version, so you can spend yeah. twenty eight eighty nine on the ultimate hits version after translation from yen, and then fifty bucks on the DLC. <laughs> <clears throat> or you can just go to Amazon and buy it for 15 bucks. Yeah. And then uh, buy f- all the DLC piecemeal. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, still, I, I mean, I it's like you... they, they've made an Ultimate Hits collection when Amazon here is selling it for cheaper than the greatest hits. Some but it doesn't have up. the red label. So. When does yeah. um, Lightning Returns come out? <clears throat> Lightning Returns comes out, I don't know when. I don't think, I think we'll find out at E3, hopefully. Mm, okay. I think it's supposed to be out this year, though. Oh, I oh, do man, know. I love that... this tweet. I Let do... me read this tweet oh, okay. to you really fast. Yeah. Okay, this is from Yes, You're Racist. I'm not racist, but I hate black people so much. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful tweet. Yeah, but 
quite inspiring. I, mm. I don't know how to respond to that. All right. Final Fantasy VIII. Who's been waiting to play Final Fantasy VIII again? Uh, well, I did recently replay Final Fantasy VIII and discovered that I liked it more than Final Fantasy VII. Well, guess what? They're going to put it in HD and put it out on PC. Yay. Yeah, yeah I heard about that. They won't make Final Fantasy VII HD. Then they do eight on PC. Ah! All right, so here we go. Here's the story. Um, it's going to be given a graphical overhaul, smoothing out the polygon and polygons and uh, more crisp or whatever. They say they're also going to make the international version of Final Fantasy VII uh, spruced up a bit for PC. So I don't know what that means. They don't say how. Um, uh, they may. What they may do is they may redo the um, like some of the battle sprite work and stuff like that. Oh, uh-huh. you know what it is? It sounds like they're backporting some of the Final Fantasy VII International stuff that came out in North America and Europe back to the Japanese PC it, There is also that, too, so yeah. The, it in might the... not even be an upgrade to our version. Because all this um, news is for Japan, just keep in cause, mind. Because, uh, like, for example, the uh, famous boss battles against uh, Emerald and Ruby Weapon weren't in the original Japanese release of Seven. Yeah, okay. Also, they had a, sh- a terrible version of Supernova, but... Hmm. Oh, so, that was actually the superno- the excessively long supernova animation on the final boss was actually something they added in for the US release. Oh great. Because it, uh people complained that it was far too short for something that should be visually impressive. Mm-hmm. Even though it's a percentage based damage attack, but you know. So blah, that's blah, blah, blah. only in the PC version then. Cuz they couldn't have done that in the or did they do that in the PS? I think they I think they may have re-released an international version in Japan of the original PlayStation version at some point. But... Okay, so they made that change to the PlayStation. Okay, I see. Um, all right, Rift has it's finally it's finally time. Yep, it's going free to play. I'm not surprised. Mm. They actually thought that Rift would go free to play before Terra. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was. <coughs> but it was, I was Terra I, first. I was mm-hmm. expecting Rift to go free to play for a. Actually, pretty much as soon as it was released, but... Yeah, pretty much. I was like, three months later, I'm like, well, you guys got to be done, right? How massive is Tryon? Do you guys know? They're not that big. Yeah, because they just recently laid off a huge number of people from the Defiance team, right? Yeah, but I mean, again, people act like this is a big friggin' deal when it happens every single time. Well, shit is a bit. I think it's a big deal, and just that people are losing. I don't care about like all oh, this. Stu- like st- some people care about in like this weird like sort of car crash. No, kind of way. I mean Manny, you need a hundred artists to start an MMO. When an no, MMO a, comes I, out, I get you it. only this need contractual. Ten. I'm just saying, I care in the sense that like, oh, it sucks that people lost their job. I hope they find some more work soon. This, oh, this drives me crazy because this just turns people into a frenzy, and it's like, I'm sorry, I'm these the people knew that there was going to be a finite job for them, and they've moved on. They probably have six other jobs in their portfolio. That's what I like to hear. That's all I'm nope, saying. Fine. That's, that's all as far as I'm going with it. Okay, it's just people seeing people completely overact to this stuff drives me insane. Anybody who's, you know, good enough to have been on the team for this long is going to find another job in a couple of months. Oh, did it say they laid off people too? Yes. Oh. Because people are always laid off in this phase of an MMO. Anna, you don't have to get frustrated about it. <laughs> we report the news for people, and people don't always know these things. So let's... Uh, let's... And I think it's nice that people show concern for other human beings who lost their job. I mean, even if okay, they're going to yeah, get another here, one here's... like in a month. Here's the way it works, which I, which I actually get upset about. It's like when WB had their layoffs, right? They're like, we laid off 
10% of our workforce. And people are like, oh, my God, WB is failing, blah, blah, blah. And oh, you're I'm like, not going that far, yeah. But no, people act that way. And you're like, you do realize over the last 16 months, we have increased our workforce 46%. So it's not a shock that now that a project's done, that 10% got laid off. But yet people are like, you know, they read these signs of doom. And I'm like, yeah, because you lay off everyone all at once, you hire them out over the next three years. Mm. You know, and you can't always bring them all onto the next project. And a lot of pe people take the layoff. They're like, I don't want to work on the next project. I don't like the next project's theme, or I just want to go somewhere else, or I've already set something up because I knew this project was going to end. A lot of these people who get laid off are leaving voluntarily with a nice severance. Hey. That's what I like to hear. That's great. Cool. It's it's not like they show up with the pink slip. Say everybody get the hell out. All right. That's when you're. I think maybe fail. people are on edge right now because they have, after the uh, the the oh, I can never pronounce his name. The the cell thing that just happened. Oh, uh, Desolay. Desolay. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Patrice, where yeah. he was like, they said, "Oh, we parted ways amicably," and then he's like, "No, I got fired and kicked out the door." Yeah, he he leaves <laughs> leaves Ubisoft. Gets, goes to THQ, gets bought by Ubisoft, and then after two months, they can't come to a, a unified vision about what 1666 should be—the game he was working on—and uh, they let him go. I think there's, a, I think there's a balance. Here. I understand, like I understand the overreaction. Like this company's failing is ridiculous, but at the same time, I could also understand where people may be a little bit like, "Oh, I hope these people are going to be okay." Just hearing about people losing a job, even if they don't know it's built in, I think that's nice though. That you're like, "Oh, okay. I hope, I hope they find they land somewhere better." There's nothing wrong with that. I don't know. I just don't feel like it's news. It's news. It is definitely news. Every time a a, a, a subscription based game, it, it's a big deal um, because it's trending the industry and showing that this uh, model seems to be completely unsupportable anymore. Except, even WoW did this. WoW didn't go free to play. You're not listening to me. We're talking about two different stories right okay. now. Okay. You're talking about the free to play. We're talking about people getting losing, getting fired at the stage of an MMO. All right. Yes. Yeah. Well, it, it happened, so it is news. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean that's how that works. Defiance right. isn't out yet, right? Right. Oh, it's out. Oh, Defiance is out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's out. out. Yeah. Right. It just came out. Right. What does that it's, have to do? With two weeks, weeks ago. Three weeks, weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the time where people get laid off. When the game comes out. When it when the game is ninety percent done and like. Within six months of the game being out. Because they just don't need the amount of people that they needed to... Maintaining a game takes like a third of the people that it makes to produce the game. Well, the reason why I asked to begin with because I never thought that Trion was that big to begin with. I thought those people were all doing multiple um, things at the same time. And I actually disagree with, with an MMO where you're constantly needing to generate new content uh, to keep growing your game. I don't know that yeah, you actually but I mean, do need that you, team. No, you don't because right. the... The amount of time that you have to create the new content and the, the amount of content that's being created. I mean, you think about it, Chris. No, no, no. Let's go back to Vanilla WoW. Yeah, let's compare their team size today versus then. They're a lot bigger now. Mm, no, but I mean, let's, let's ignore that. Okay. <laughs> let's think about for a minute Vanilla WoW. Okay. Okay. After there's like, what, 15 original dungeons? There's actually more than that, I think. I think there's closer to 25. So 25 original dungeons. And then over the course of vanilla, they added four, five raids, 
and well, six if you count like AQ twenty versus forty, um, maybe seven raids, and um, maybe one or two new dungeons. Twenty five dungeons versus seven raids. How many artists do you think it takes to make twenty five dungeons versus seven raids? Um, considering they've said that dungeons take about the same amount of effort as a... Now they do. Yeah. Okay. They did not then. Okay. What's your point? You need more artists to start a game than to maintain a game. Okay. But the interesting thing is that uh, Defiance is tied to a TV series. Yeah. So, so do they have to be generating a ton of new stuff for each season? Nah. They're just going to recycle that crap? Oh, yeah. And I mean, you think about it. How much stuff... And even WoW is just a rehash. You don't need – you might need 16 artists to create the original bestiary. But then all like half of the stuff that's going to come up in Burning Crusade is going to be a recolor of something that was – a recolor or a remold of something that's already in vanilla. Um, well, yeah, well, WoW uses a lot of artists for uh, equipment and gear. And right. Disrupts, but so. they also go through this this grow and shrink cycle. Okay. Yeah, so I guess they. And I mean, contracts. some of these artists will wait, be. Wait, wait, what is? I mean, this story for defiance is they only fired artists. Well, no, but it's if someone's going to be fired at this point in the game, a lot of it's going to be artists yeah. and programmers. Okay, that's Great. who they're going to fire. Yeah. So or they overestimated the number of GMs that they needed to hire. And then they'll hire them back when they know the game's successful and they need us to keep generating content in the future. Right. So, Apparently, right. that show is doing okay, though. They're getting a second season. Okay. Cool. Well, you know what? All this makes me frustrated, and I just want something for free that makes me feel good. So I'm glad... Rift. No. Um, we already talked about that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to boot up Steam and get free trading cards. God, Say no. what? <laughs> this sounds silly. I don't understand this at I don't all. even it's know. brilliant. They're going to make so much money. I don't know how it works, but if you earn them... I don't know... You you earn cards somehow, and then you get to trade them in for rewards for, like, game badges. Who cares? Profile backgrounds, emoticons, coupons, and more through the Steam Trading Cards program. Um, so you get half the game's card set, up to half the game's card set, just by playing the game. And the other half is earned through your collecting prowess, whatever that means. <laughs> And then if you craft your cards into game badges, uh, they'll appear in your user profile. You can also level up your badges by collecting the card set again. Um, games that support it. Don't Starve, Dota 2, Counter-Strike Global Offensive, Team Fortress 2, Portal 2, and Half-Life 2. And more games to be added over the coming months. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. That's uh, trading cards? No? Don't care? Don't care. All right. Playing puzzle game. Shut up. Playing puzzle game. <laughs> Good job. Uh, oh, I should have mentioned this earlier when we were talking about Diablo 3, but uh, Blizzard has been celebrating Diablo 3's first birthday. Um, be- the game is on sale on their store for only $39.99, which is 33% off. And this is my favorite part. If you if you play the game, you get a 25% boost to magic find and experience, which is a big deal, and it'll it applies to all your characters and stacks on top of your other bonuses. So that'll go past the 300% cap you usually have. Nice. And with all the patches and stuff, loot drops are have been greatly enhanced. So if you want to be doing some Diablo 3 farming, right now is the time to do it. That'll end on May 21st. Lords of the Fallen! 
Um, I don't know anything about this other than it's a new hardcore ac- fantasy action RPG that's been announced. <coughs> it's being developed by City Interactive. No idea who they are. Uh, it'll the, be for um, the big story about this was the former big like lead producer yeah. on uh, The Witcher Two and Witcher One left CD Projekt to go start this game. Ooh. Okay. And uh, let's see. It'll be. Uh, oh, it'll be out on Windows, PlayStation 4, and the next box. And uh, let's see. That's all we know. Lords of the Fallen. Um, it'll be showing at E3. I think we actually talked about this a little while ago and had no info then, and now it's been officially announced and we still have no info. And there's some background story about the world here, but who cares? We'll see it at E3. Uh, well, Manny will see it at E3 and let us know. <laughs> um, I'll give you a year, nay. I'll just go, nay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, there's some sort of interview about PlayStation 4 and Diablo 3. If you guys want to read that, that's on the PlayStation blog. Um, and let's see what else. Is that on the blog? I think it's on the blog. So, yeah. Conversations with Creators series. Yeah, Anna? Um, here's an interesting story, and I'm still deciding how to take this. EA um, told Kotaku that they are currently not developing any games for the Wii U. And then the internet exploded. The Wii U is well, doomed. Here's the thing. My favorite tweet was, I'm not sure if this spells the end for EA or Nintendo. <laughs> no, I don't know. Somebody here, name a game made by EA. Madden. Okay. Name a game you like by EA. Okay, I can name a bunch. Yeah, please, please. <clears throat> All right, uh, there was Dead Space. Uh, it's not a rhetorical question. I'm actually okay, Dead Space Mass 1 Effect. or 2. Everything Crisis Bioware. Okay. Crisis okay. 1 and 2. Well, they just published it. They didn't Are we actually counting what they published? Like Kingdom No, no. I'm Emblem. talking about games that EA has developed. Yeah. In, oh. So discount Bioware. No, guys, no, no, no. They own Bioware. Owned by EA. That counts. That definitely yeah, counts. But this says that EA isn't developing any games for the Wii U. That doesn't mean any of their subsidiaries aren't. No, uh, no that actually does mean that. Does no, mean that. I think that they have worded this very, very carefully. No, but EA owns fully. It's not like a subsidiary. It's not like a relationship. They own, Bioware yeah, is internal. They still maintain their own studio and their own studio name. Yeah. No, they don't. That's why they got merged with Mythic. Okay. And, and they didn't say EA Games isn't publishing. They said EA. Okay. But I, I that's an interesting idea. So Anna's saying they're not doing any of the sports games and stuff, which I think is even more ridiculous because those are the easy ones to port. But they're specifically called EA Sports though, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I Either this is um, EA is just not going to make games for the Wii U which I don't think is going to spell the end of the system. Because I don't think a lot of the games made by EA are targeting people. (laughs) Let me put it this way. There are many more reasons the Wii U will fail besides EA. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. I mean, I don't know. How many people do you think have a Wii U and don't have any other console? A handful of diehard Nintendo people. I, I couldn't even tell you anybody, really. I mean, do we know anybody that owns a Wii U and doesn't own another console? No, they have Wii, but not another console. No, I'm talking Wii U. Yeah. no. I mean, I know lots of people that own a Wii and no other consoles. My mom owns a Wii and no other consoles. And she's Canadian, so she has a special mini one. Mm -hmm. The one that is less. Wait, she bought a mini Wii? Yeah. 
Why'd she buy a Wii at this point? Um, because the first one that they had the motor. Oh, okay. They replaced it. Okay. No yeah, and it's. This is what I went over when I when the motor in my Wii died. Is yeah. it was cheaper for me to buy a new one than it yeah, was yeah, to send yeah. it to get it repaired. Okay. Thanks, Canada. All right. So Wii U sucks. I just drove and... Nintendo and said, "Hey, this doesn't work anymore." And they yeah. Gave we it. don't all have that option. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, Elder Scrolls Online has a new gameplay trailer out. Um, you can watch it, and they talk about how uh, you know you can go through dungeons and get loot and fish at the in lakes and stuff like that. So, and of course, we had the Nintendo Direct. So, out of the whole Nintendo Direct, there's only one piece of news that we really care about, right? We Waiting do. for people to decide. I have no clue what it, what they even talk about. What are we talking about? The um, they talked Direct. about a bunch of stuff. They basically gave release dates to a bunch of things that they talked about at the last Nintendo Direct. Yes. Oh, that's good. Including Legend of Zelda Oracle and Ages and Oracle Seasons um, coming out for five ninety nine, um, and they'll be out actually for four ninety nine between May thirtieth and June twentieth. And uh, there's a and link. And they think, as usual, they, that you should buy both. Yeah. And there's a link system that if you buy both versions, you can unlock additional content like a new final boss. So there you go. How long are those games? 15 hours. Okay. What are we talking about? Uh, Oracle Legend of, Ages. of Zelda, Oracle of Ages, and Oracle of Seasons. They were on the Game Boy Advance. Now they're on the virtual console. That Google. takes about... I think the, see, the problem is the first one takes much longer, and the second one seems to be shorter because now you know all the tricks. Yeah. So I would say together they take about 25 hours. Okay. So, uh, anything else come out in that Nintendo Direct we care about? Oh, we found out the pricing for New Super, Mar- New Super Luigi U um, and the, the logo, which is awesome, with Mario's name crossed out. They're releasing a packed version, uh, a retail version yeah. of that, or it's 20 bucks to download. Which Yeah, cool. so it'll be $20 to download, and it's available like soon, like this month, right? Uh, maybe... And then the package version is coming out in August, and it'll be thirty bucks. But oh, it's a standalone; August? you don't actually need. You have to wait till that doesn't make sense. No, it's a big gap. Okay. Because they just announced the box version now. I don't think they were originally yeah, planned. Yeah, August. Box you're right. Version. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So yeah, they're it's a standalone game. It's just the Luigi. The, 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 it's just the Luigi content and the new character. I don't think New Super Luigi U comes out till August either. No, no, no. The the virtual console one that you can download that adds on to New Super Mario Bros. comes out really soon. When? There is a big disparity. I think this month. June 20th. Okay. So, But there's still like a big two-month gap. Yeah, you're right. Oh, you get to play as Nabbit. So this yes. is in the so Super... Cool. If you're one of the four players and one of the multiplayers, you can play as a character who's invincible. <laughs> so it's for people that are terrible at the game. Yep. Or for people that want to get through the levels quickly. It's girlfriend it. mode, Anna. No, it's grandma mode. It's your three-year-old sibling mode. That's who they're aiming this at. This is not a girlfriend mode. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so that's that's all we got there. And then finally, one of our top games of the year, the RPG Mirror Awards last year, Dust and Legion Tale, coming out for Steam on May 25th. So that's, um like, seven days from now. It's coming out on a Saturday. Okay. You will die in seven days. Yeah. Well, it's a uh, Steam port. He announced it at PAX East. Now we have a date. It'll have achievements and Steam Cloud. And he's looking at possible Mac and Linux ports in the future. Uh, 
I'm translation gonna... when when there's a humble bundle. <laughs> I didn't buy it on Xbox, so I'll probably buy it here. I've been really looking forward to this game. I just haven't slotted it in my schedule, so that's cool. Can't wait. All right, and that's all I got for news. I don't think anything else happened this week. Next week will be lots to talk about. What happened? Oh, because an Xbox, right? Yes. No, man. Daft Punk. Jeez, Daft Punk. Messing us up. Of Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Next week will be our last show before the hiatus, unless some other people make some shows for us while we're gone. Foul is talking about possibly picking something up. Okay. So there may be sort of a RPG cast annex going on while we are gone. Okay. Sounds good. Um, I don't know how we'll handle the feed subscriptions for that. So just know that during the month of June, you may need to go to the website directly and either subscribe to a new feed, a different feed, or download directly. And I apologize for the inconvenience. Um, when I'm back in, I'll get any of those substitute episodes back on the main feed. So if you miss them for the whole month, you'll be able to catch up on them in July. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to do it so you don't have to do anything, but just be aware. Um, that's coming up. Give us lots of feedback for next week's episode. We want you to send us emails at podcast.rpgamer.com. Call us at 608-729-4098. Leave us a voicemail. Or go to our message boards at board.rpgamer.com and leave us a post. Don't go to the secret message boards. We don't read those. Um, we don't moderate those. We, we don't even know where they are. We have to like go on the server to find where the link is occasionally. Um, and I think that's it. Um, look forward to the next box stuff. And I wish I had time. I would love to like live tweet that thing or something, but I don't. You don't have time? No. No, no Anna and I have like every every night booked because of wedding plans. Oh, but it's going to be at 10 in the morning. Oh, then I'm working. <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, 10 a.m. on the on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, maybe I'll be able to watch it while I'm at work. During your lunch break? Yeah. Yeah, you are two hours ahead, right? Yes, I am. That's good timing. All right. So with that, I think we're going to sign off for the week. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, John. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Manny. And uh, thank you, the listener, for watching our chat room. If you'd like to catch us live, it's rpgamer.com slash live at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, pretty much every Saturday except the month of June. And uh, we'll see you next week. No questions for the people? Do you have one? I don't know. You got one? Anybody? Uh, I want to hear your reactions to the next box is what I want to hear. Oh, there you go. That's the question of the week. Xbox next. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think? So write in on that podcast.rpgamer.com. We'll catch you next week. All right. See you next time, everybody. We are um, we are Charmander Shepherd. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye.